This is Comic Shenanigans, Episode 26, Top 5 Favorite Wolverine Storylines. Welcome once again to Comic Shenanigans. This is episode number 26. As we look at our top five favorite Wolverine stories of all time, I'm here with my special guests... Nathan Strzok. Amber Strzok. Paul Scorer's bub. <laughs> That's lovely. Uh, so, <laughs> before we actually get into talking about our, our favorites and our even our, even our honorable mentions, uh, maybe kind of looking into the first time we really had an experience with Wolverine as a character. So, Paul, why don't you start us off? Absolutely. Um... I was never huge into comics until the 90s, um, so my first ever introduction to Wolverine was actually through a trading card. Uh, there was a friend of mine who got me into trading cards, um, he started collecting them. So I went to the store, bought a couple of packs, and it was 91 Marvel Universe Series 2 trading card, card mm. number 50, Wolverine. So I pull this guy out, and the card depicts him just running actually, I can't speak to the artist, I don't know if you guys can, of who it might be. It's in his brown costume. I don't really recognize him. Um, and I saw this character for the first time, and I go, this guy is absolutely awesome. I love the look. I read the, the specs on the back, and I thought this guy would be absolutely impressive. And as I got into the comics with, you know, um, only knowing Batman, Superman, and, and Spider-Man back in the day, once I got into comics, I did everything in my power to get into Wolverine, and then the 90s X-Men TV show came out, and he was awesome in that, and mm-hmm. ever since, and Wolverine has evolved into pretty much my favorite character of comicness. Wow. Nate, this, this, you? this artist almost reminds me of Richard Corbin. It's not, though. It's not, I know, but doesn't it? Yeah. It's kind well, of like it's... a twisted... Yeah, well, uh, there's kind of a... There's an AA initial. Yeah, I don't know what that could be, though. I have no memory Art of... Adams? I was, I guess it it looks Adams. like Art Adams. Yeah. It has kind of the detail work. It has the, the, the weird chin. And this is the original card I got. Like, my first pack of cards. I, I have, I have no cool. memory of my original introduction to Wolverine. I think that mine must have been the, the X-Men animated series, because I don't remember that. anything before that. I know my first introduction to him as a comic book character, like, actually in comic books. Yes, it was, I recall that. I remember Weapon X number two in Age of Apocalypse, so I think the first one I actually read, and it was amazing. Uh, Paul has a bag out. Paul has a bag out, and he's making noise. Uh, my, <laughs> my first apologies. issue would be Wolverine 93 that I can recall, Okay, which was uh, Along Came the Juggernaut. That's um, right. Which is a very um, iconic cover. And I remember the collecting cards as well. I remember being in grade six, and there's a kid who had sleeves, like, you know, the, the set of nines, the older sleeves, and he just had them without a binder, just on his desk, and he'd always put, pulling them up and looking at them during the teacher's lesson and trying to hide them. And, of course, I could see from behind. And I always you know, I had engaged him in the conversation and asked where he found them or what they were. So that's maybe my two earliest, the cartoon, that okay. comic, a little later on, and then the cards in school. But yeah. I never... I, I, Honestly, I've not been a fan of Wolverine until the last two or three years. Really? Oh. Actually, that makes sense, because, yeah, you've been talking about him a lot lately, yeah. as you've been buying more and more trades and, like, isolated stories. It might have something to do with my wife, who might have a doozy of a story. I don't know what your first... Um, my first introduction to Wolverine was the X-Men animated series. That's the reason I started reading comics, and I started reading because of Wolverine. He was my girlhood crush. Ah. <laughs> there you go. Of uh, all the men to fall in love with as, as a child of, like, well, I think it was, like, Nate's ten. Nate's not short and hairy, though. I a little hairy yeah. <laughs> but he was like <laughs> he was all damaged and tragic and Again, yet Nate, so manly Nate and, is not those things no but um so I watched the cartoon and then I read like all those scholastic novels that they put out for mm. young readers of Wolverine yeah I remember so, those. Um, I read those too like his tragic past with Silver Fox all in the in the novels and then I started reading um Wolverine comics and then X-Men comics okay wow that's pretty so, cool yeah, he is. He's also my favorite character, 
not just because he got me into it, but I think he has the most interesting backstory and he's most consistently well written in interesting that's a big broad sweeping statement i know but like he has a lot of great stories that and he never really fell off at any point to me he's your favorite i know that yeah and paul you said he's your favorite you didn't say you didn't say that yeah Yeah. absolutely he might be mine now really he might be he's close he's up there with moon knight and daredevil and i'm the jerk who doesn't care as much i mean i like wolverine but there's so many characters i find much more fascinating i I was the same with michelangelo michelangelo was everyone's favorite turtle and i I said no and i'm a Raphael guy um but at first no no, i think think as a kid a lot of people gravitate towards the i I think i was falling under the sway of the siren song of michelangelo's party (laughs) animal attitude and i refused even though he's very infectious you gotta love michelangelo But I insisted no, and now I actually really do like Raphael better. I think it was the same with Wolverine. Everyone loved Wolverine. He was everyone's favorite. So I went somewhere else. And mm. then with that, and it was like Cyclops and Rogue for a long time. So. That's interesting. So you like kind of going against the grain yeah. a little bit. And he's just kind of converted to me because I keep reading his stories and I just keep loving them. Mm-hmm. Well, he's essentially the Batman of the Marvel U. He's just everywhere, right? Yes. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. Right. Once upon a time, that was Spider-Man. But then Wolverine no, eclipsed yeah, him. Yeah, but yeah, but Spider-Man was never entrenched with the X-Men. He was right? in a team. No, now, team. Yeah, no, no, team. no, no, no. I understand. Zeus on no, X-Men and Avengers. Well, I mean, I mean before X, there was 800 X-teams, is what I mean. Like Spider-Man used to be the guy who'd make all the guest appearances and all the new issues. Like uh, Darede- sure. Daredevil number one, there he was. Nova number one, there he was. And nowadays you can't you can't launch without Wolverine showing up. So I agree. Now he's so ubiquitous. Actually, now you can't watch uh, launch something without Captain America and Thor and Iron Man showing up. Yeah, because it's the Avengers, and then all of a sudden Hulk is there, and you're like, why? And then uh, Hawkeye comes with a quip, you know, because Hawkeye was in the movie, yeah. and Black Nick Fury's there. Yep, yes, he is now. Nick, Nick Fury Jr. <laughs> Nicholas, Nick Nicholas Fury Jr. Yeah. All right, so let's jump into our list nominate. You don't have an actual numbered list, but we're just going to kind of go. Or mon- honorable mentions. Okay, honorable first. mentions. Yeah. I will state that my two favorite stories are not on my list. I okay. took them off because I want to talk about more Wolverine stories. Okay. So origin. And Weapon X are not on my list. Okay. Even though Origin would probably be my number one, and Weapon X would probably be my number two. Okay. Um, another honorable mention that almost made it on the list would be Wolverine 100, which uh, mesmerized me on the newsstand um, as a kid in my local convenience store. With the foil? No, this was or the non foil. This is actually oh, a yeah. very non glitzy cover, yeah. because again, it was in a convenience store. But. Um, uh, Adam Kubert's art and uh, the crazy banana storyline of what was going on, and yeah. I had no context for um, really over the top. And then uh, Wolverine 32 was another honorable mention for me, which is a World War II story. It okay. takes place in the concentration camp written by Mark Millar and drawn by Kari Andrews, who I apparently yeah. love because I talk about him all the time. Yes, you do. I remember um, that. Do you remember that? I remember that because I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of the storyline that preceded oh, it. And I remember reading that and being like, that's yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah, it oh. was a really good story about um, a man who the commandant couldn't kill. Yeah. He was a man from in the concentration camp, and whenever he ordered his men to shoot him in the head, he would always come. He would be back, and he's like, "That man was ordered to be killed. We did kill him. Well, he's not dead." And he keeps trying to kill him, and then eventually, I recall in the story, Wolverine. Yeah, getting I, the upper I like that because I, I felt like that was very subtle for Mark yeah. Millar. Yeah, Mark yeah, Millar is not a subtle writer yes. at all. He's yeah. all about like just bombastic. It was a horror everything. story. It was actually more like uh, something creepy. that um, what's his name, Hellboy, um, Magnola, Magnola would come up with. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's me. Amber, any honorable mentions? Even though we just foisted it upon you five minutes ago that we're doing like, this? You don't have mentions? to force it. Um, I He's have, your favorite, I have honorable you have mentions. She does. Um, I don't know the numbers of the issues because I refuse to learn issue numbers. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I'm like, I'm undone all the good of women in comics. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I really enjoy the Wolverine uh, Savage Land arc with Jubilee and Rogue from the 90s. Okay. Um, in the, that was the Wolverine proper, right? Yeah, the yeah. Wolverine yeah. proper. When, um, you know, Jubilee gets trapped in the cave and for some reason she perpetually has bubblegum and <laughs> they, oh, yeah. he fights a dinosaur. I forgot and, about that. Jubilee and her bubblegum and her yeah. roller skates. Yeah, perpetually. But I really like the um, Wolverine-Jubilee dynamic and I don't think it's sexual. So it <laughs> it's, it's not sexual with them. With him yeah, and no, Kitty, it is. With him and Kitty, Wolverine. it's more so. There and, is some sexual. And the worst one is X-23 and he's kind of like looking at her. <laughs> it's like, that's me. I'm no, hot. I think yeah. that you're right. I think him and Kitty do have more sexual attention than him and Jubilee, but I think Age-wise, it somehow seems more inappropriate with blowing that with bubble, Kitty. and he keeps bursting. Because Kitty was so <laughs> yeah. young when she started; like they yeah. always made Jubilee seem a little bit older. See, but Kitty started when she was fourteen. Comes in the panel and pops it. Oh my god! Yeah, but it was Every time. it was an interesting dynamic in that book because you know, like Rogue was a straight man, so that would be one of them. And also, um, I know what you mean, but I know it's funny, funny. funny sentence. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> and also, uh, his storylines with Terror Inc. Oh. Cool. I just I thought they were creepy and neat, and I read them when I was young, and they was like I'm like oh this is so amazing, he's got spikes in his face, and uh, I, I just <laughs> that's, enjoyed that's those. About it. <laughs> that's the nineties in general. Maybe more for nostalgia than for actual quality, but those those are some of my favorites. That's why Strife is ever still around, is for just for like nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. He has spikes <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Uh, and pockets. My honorable mentions, a bunch of ones I thought for sure would end up being on my top of my list. I realized that they are some of the best Wolverine stories, just not my favorites. So Origin and Weapon X didn't make my list either. Um, X-Men two, Uncanny X-Men 268 I wanted to put on the list, which is a classic flashback to World War II when Captain America and uh, yeah. Wolverine meet a young Black Widow. I didn't make I it. I love those stories. And I really like it. It's, one, it's a classic story, of, and it's Jim Lee Arts, so it looks fantastic, but it just didn't quite make it. Uh, same thing with uh, Wolverine 176, which for a long time was one of my favorite stories. That just I realized that as much as I love it, it wouldn't be as good without that other right stories that come before it. His adamantium comes back in, doesn't it? No, no, that was 145 where he got his adamantium back. Oh, I thought it was 180. So 176 is what basically there was a storyline by Frank Thierry. It mm-hmm. looks like Wolverine died, and he's basically dead, but this is just after Origin had happened. So in the afterlife, he sees a redhead who he thinks is Jean, but it's actually Rose. At the very end, he gets sucked back to life. And then she kind of laments to him not that it wasn't his time, and it's a very. And then you realize that it's Rose, not Jean. So it was actually quite sad. Um, I remember really enjoying that. I really liked Wolverine Noir, which was a recent. That was like the one good one. Which is a recent miniseries, which yeah. I was actually like well, tooting my own horn, but I was quoted on that one because I really liked it. I was quoted twice because I loved it too much. But I realized <laughs> as much as I really loved it, there are things I loved more. I think tooting your own horn is what would happen if X twenty three slept with Wolverine. Oh my god. <laughs> Thank you for that. And then my last honorable mention was What If Number 7. What If Wolverine Became an Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh, it's one of the only happy ending what ifs I've ever seen where things actually turned out better than in any other universe. That's what like, I'm saying. Well, House of M, she had it right. That's what he wants to be. Yeah. And he, and he yeah, basically he wants to be Nick Fury. And it, it was really a really good story and things were better for mutants in that world because he was an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Most what ifs are very depressing, dark, dystopian features where everyone dies for no reason. And this was a happy ending one because it was really early on. So that's my honorable mentions for Wolverine. Cool. Sorry, I had a lot. Before this started, Adam did tell us, keep it brief, just mention it. <laughs> broke the rules. I totally broke the rules. It's my podcast, whatever. <laughs> uh, very quickly, my first ever issue of Wolverine that I bought, Wolverine number 88. Oh my goodness. Which was also my first issue to Deadpool yeah. um, at the same time. So I got a real nice double dip here with my favorite character fighting a new character. Who is this guy, Deadpool? Um, you know, I quickly followed him very closely after I read Question, this did, issue. Did this come out before or after the quick Deadpool shot on X-Men the Animated Series? 
Do you remember that shot when he's walking in the train and he morph, morph turns into Deadpool? Oh, hard to say. Probably after. Probably after. I don't know. Because this is... I'm going to try to take tape off on air. Yeah, there <laughs> it is. going for it. Here. <laughs> People who like comics know that sound. Yeah, that's Can true. Can you smell it? You can smell the comic. Right? <laughs> Broke the seal. Good it's a good comic smell. Yeah, it's a good comic smell. That's what like, that bin smells like when I open it. Well, it's got the classical, like, you know... Oh, the is, this, paper. is this Adam Cooper actually interiors, too? It is. Yeah, it's yeah. gorgeous. Oh, wow. Yeah, There's a nice splash of Wolverine lunging right at you. It's uh, a nice crotch shot. That is quite there. the crotch shot. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's an, those are. Important. I'm looking for the year. I'm sorry, I'm just admiring the art, but I should look for the year. Mate, yeah, it's probably what, 94. It's got to be a before, isn't it? Animated series was 92, and it was like the after the first season. Yeah. So I think it might have. It, it was, probably, it, it was certainly post Madrera's introduction miniseries of, of. Yeah, I was Jack. just curious yeah. because like you may have already had seen that character before without knowing it. Possible. Interesting, no. Because I, I know how much you... Know. Look I, at the bump and the swords around. Yeah. yeah. Awesome issue. Awesome. No, I know how much you love Deadpool, so yeah, that's cool. So that's... Your first issue Wolverine also gave you Deadpool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. That's a pretty awesome uh, yeah. double, double shot. Very, very coincidental. Um, my second honor mention is Wolverine Weapon X number 16. Oh, yeah. Um, the homage to when Nick Carlyle gets killed in Second Coming. I just thought it was a beautiful story showing how close and good friends they were. Yeah. Um, the elf? Yeah. I guess that's a nice closure. And it made Nightcrawler's death mean a little something more. Yeah, yeah. it was never really addressed in the main books. It kind of happened and then it was over. Exactly. On to the next thing. Yeah. getting back. So, yeah, great job. Fall at AOA. Yeah, well. Uh, next I'll mention is uh, very uh, the, the half of these issues, Wolverine <laughs> 73 and 74, the Wakamala Moccasin story. Um, that covers off... Uh, very quickly, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you see Wolverine doing all kinds of different stuff. Uh, okay. On all the teams. On all the teams, right? Okay. He's always busy. Everyone in the Marvel Universe at the same time. And I just talk with Spider-Man. Spider-Man says, hey, dude, I'm doing this too. You're going to bring yourself out. You're crazy. And he goes, you know, you're right, but i got to do what i got to do. And mm. I thought it was really nice. The second stuff on that. But then the best part is, like, uh, Spider-Man stops and just kind of goes, this is like blank panel staring at his face because Wolverine's actually lowering his shield. So the first time ever. Yeah. And Spider-Man responds by saying, do you want to get some sushi? Yeah. Like, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. they can't even be serious for a moment. It yeah. Was, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, and then, just really quickly, one of the worst issues I've ever read of Wolverine. I couldn't oh. even finish it. Well, that's, that's not a real Wolverine issue. Well, that's a clandestine issue, guest starring Wolverine. Yeah, it's terrible. This Wolverine right. annual that was recently published this year. Yeah. Was, I, I couldn't even finish <laughs> it's reading it. It Alan so Davis terrible. loves clandestine. I can't even tell you what was in it. I know. So bad. Basically, right. clandestine, he came back to the old annuals this year for three or four different books, and it was all a clandestine story that went all through all of them. Yeah. Unfortunately, if you're a fan of any of those characters, those annuals meant nothing. Davis too. seems to let that universe go. Well, no, I think it's because they need to keep the publishing rights to it, so every few years they have yeah. to do a story. So they, so they, so they might have Five bucks on this. Absolute trouble. Well, you should have done your research and been like, I don't want this. Yeah, I didn't know. And Guggenheim's entire run on Wolverine was a terrible thing. Guggenheim. Hit some. No. Good points. I don't even remember. I like some of his Civil War stuff. All right, well, let's move into actual lists. Yes. So we're not... Well, I'm going to still number mine, because most of mine won't show up on other people's lists, but you guys are just going to go... You'll pick one, and if it shows up in someone else's list, we'll both talk about it. Okay. So you go first, Nate. Lead us down memory lane. Did I state that Wolverine 93 was going to be not on my list? Was that yes. an honorable mention? Yeah, I think it was an honorable mention. Let's Did you change your mind? No, you said it was your first comic. You didn't say it was from honorable That's mention. That's right. Good. It was the because first it's actually experience. the first one I was going to mention from my okay. list. No, it was your first experience it with is. Wolverine. Okay, so it, I don't know if it's all nostalgia or not. I mean, I don't. I haven't looked at the comic for a while, and, and um, it's at my parents' house, and Adam didn't have a copy of it. Um, Wolverine 93. You can't find out if this issue is Wolverine 93 at all, because 
they didn't in Wolverine uh, X Men Deluxe. They didn't used to show you the issue numbers, so you need yeah. to look near the barcode at the bottom of the page, and it will have like zero zero nine three at the bottom, which could be the number of the issue, yeah. or it could be an ID code. They did that for five or six months right after the Age of Apocalypse. Uh, all the a deluxe nightmare. versions nightmare lost for numbers. Collectors. Oh, it is. Uh, but it is a cover. Says "Along Come the Juggernaut." Uh, Juggernaut's winding up on the front of the page, and Wolverine's standing there. Fantastic drawing. I guess I said before, art by uh, Adam Kubert. And in it, uh, it's kind of you know, it, it's taking place during the storyline of Wolverine. Cannonball at this point in time is kind of like almost a sidekick. Yeah, very it's, much. It's so. like leading yeah. up to Wolverine 100. He's Cannonball's taking him out up. for a beer yeah. and teaching him to be a man. Yeah, so they go to a bar, and uh, Juggernaut happens to be there, and there's this wonderful like page. <laughs> Where uh, he's on the tap, he's just kind of taking over the bar. It's the Juggernaut, and you just see this giant mouth full of frothing beer as he turns the tap on and it just empties his gullet. And that's the foreground. And then the background, you see them walking in. So he's chugging down the beer. Everyone is horrified. The Juggernaut's here, and uh, Wolverine walks over to him. And there's a, another cute scene where Wolverine's like standing on the bar. And he's now face to face with 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 Kane because otherwise he wouldn't be able to. And then he, you know, they're having a showdown and a face off, and Wolverine pops his claws in Kane's face, and they have a dispute. And of course, it results in a giant bash of a fight. And um, I just remember this being one of again the first introductions to Wolverine, my first first Wolverine comic. And uh, there's not a lot of substance here, but there's a lot of really fun flash, Uh, and it's Wolverine all over. Who did the art? Was it Adam Cooper? It was Adam Cooper. and for that, I, 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 I say it's very Wolverine-y. It's Wolverine not backing down. He's completely... Plus he's got bone claws at this yeah, point. Got, yeah, and he, yeah, and... Um, <laughs> I don't even have that. Actually. Yeah, and, and Juggernaut well, himself is that. kind of surprised <laughs> that this is happening. But Wolverine doesn't back down. And he wants his beer. And he's at a bar. And he's like, what? Get out of here, bub. Like, it's just really Wolverine-y. Yeah. There's not much more Wolverine-y. I love it. Yeah, it's no, that's good. A, that's I love awesome. it. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, because he's so nonchalant through the whole issue. What do you think of that cover? Like, Oh, it's an it's awesome guy. It's very That's, iconic I, looking. This was when, um, as I think I've mentioned a couple times before, I had no real comic book store consistency, so I couldn't buy regulars, and I would just flip through the bins and buy based on covers, because, you know, mm-hmm. I was like 12, I don't know what yeah. I was doing. And I bought this one, because I'm like, Juggernaut and Wolverine, awesome. <laughs> and I also was introduced to Juggernaut in the cartoon, and Juggernaut's yeah. one of my favorite characters. I love, yeah. I love the Juggernaut. I th- I'm so sad that what they've done to him, because he's not a player in the Marvel Universe anymore. Um, Colossus is now two Colossuses. Colossus is no longer Juggernaut. <laughs> I know, but does that mean that Kane will return to he his former He is glory? Juggernaut again. But will he return to now. his former glory? Hold on. He, the w- he was restored to be Juggernaut to the full Juggernaut power from a Sidorak from a different dimension last month. Fine. So so but it doesn't change the fact that... In Thunderbolts. Yeah. And, now he's b- and now he's back. Good. If he connects here, one's going to space, right? <laughs> Excuse me. Where's he's his winding other finger? Up. Yeah, yeah, well, that's a good point. <laughs> I guess it's down there. Yeah. Anyway, said, How? That, all, all I'm saying is that during, <laughs> Chuck, not the greatest during Chuck no. Austin's run, he ruined Juggernaut, and they never really recovered. But and you like that he slept with Juggernaut. Oh, sorry, She-Hulk. That's the one moment. That's the only that's moment? The perfect moment. But I'm that's cool all that. crushed. I'm yeah. cool with that. Um, and uh, after that story ends, they try to man him up during World War Hulk because they really want a cool fight between the two he of them. He was cool in World War Hulk. Yeah, but in, that's because they have to undo Austin... Uh, his effect on the character in three panels. During that fight, um, uh, Kane goes off to the side and goes, "Oh, um, Sidorak, I'm so sorry. I'll be your uh, your errand boy again. Mm. Make me evil and charge me up again." Yeah. Like they have to kind of undo all of that in three panels because they don't have time to actually give him a story. And then he charges Hulk, and Hulk hits him on the back yeah. and sends him flying for miles, and he's gone. And I'm like, not cool. Anyway, 
One of my, uh, just a quick aside to that with Juggernaut. I remember uh, X Men Fifty Four when Onslaught rips off his gem. Sure, and that's depowering, but it was he so rips it out of his chest. Yeah, and he like gets. It's like it's almost like he's being he's being sucked. Yeah. through this hole, and then he's just and like and, and, he, and then the costume was yeah. like too big for him. Yeah. He's just on the ground, like even the issue when he got knocked across the continent by Onslaught. Yeah, and no one knew what was going. Or on. then he and then he was stuck inside the gem. Or when he comes barreling into the mansion, demanding from Gene to help him, yeah. I'm scared. And Gambit and Bishop are like, "We got to fight this guy." Well, he just he's beats like, them nope. up. Yeah, and then he's like, them away. "It's like, why should I trust you?" He's like, "What does yeah. this tell you?" He takes off his helmet. Yeah. Badass, so good. Yeah. And that was Joe Mad too, right? <laughs> Joe so, Mad and Scott Liddell. Joe Mad made, yeah, that, that was the team. All right, Amber, bring us uh, to the next one. Hey, my number five is uh, Wolverine, Enemy of the State. Which uh, I know four. is Nathan's number four. Or my number one. And Paul's number one. Right. Wow. Um, well, obviously, let's, it's let's good. Let's discuss. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so maybe we, we should totally jump at this before and yeah. let Paul do that for a number one. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad. <laughs> okay, we'll do your thing but, and then we'll give him a... It's one of my, okay. least, one of my least favorite. It's a great shower yeah, scene of Wolverine. So. First of all, I just opened to it. Like, look, it falls oh, naturally here. <laughs> so apparently I was ogling I did, this. I did, yes. Straining the book to... Because usually it's women and this is your male shower scene. Anyways. Yep. This this I really enjoyed because it's really a comic that proves Wolverine is the it's the, the best, best at is. what he does. The mm. best there is at what he does, and what he does isn't nice and isn't very nice. etc. But like You're he kills hear... so many assassins, and I like the the Gorgon is a new villain. Love him. And I do love Gorgon. I like he's got Not a very fine suit, and he's. <laughs> He's, he's a cool new villain, and I like that Elektra's here, and she's evil, and Wolverine's brainwashed, and it's just good Wolverine action without too much too much angst. Because obviously he's got, you know, brainwashing angst, but he's going around and well, just killing people without yeah. feeling bad about it. It's the biggest scene we'll see throughout the podcast, I'm yeah. sure, is Wolverine getting brainwashed yeah. for some yeah. reason or another, yes. His brain is just so very broken. Um, <laughs> not, anymore, not anymore, now it's much better, at least. Yeah, but... Um, I don't want to. I don't want to overstate things about it. I like the art. I don't always like um, Romita? John Romita Jr. No one does all I, the time. No, nobody likes him all the time. Apparently, some of the time I'm like, oh, I'm really enjoying this. Who drew this? This and is then particularly like, oh, yeah. good, Romita. It's extremely clean. This is the cleanest Romita Jr. I've yeah, ever seen. He really held back on all the lines all the time. Or the inker did. I don't know what happened, but like, like even yeah. just look, Amber flipped to a panel of Sentinels. Even just Adam looking over the shoulder there. That is the cleanest sentinel drawing from Romita ever yes. in the history of Romita. Yeah, no, because usually when he does like Iron Man type stuff or like Max, he puts sure. a lot of lines on it. Yep. No, he didn't. Even do that even yet. a shot of him in the rain, Wolverine standing in the rain, he could have gone much heavier with the with the dark. He used to be yeah, really good at the rain shots. Not this is not a bad rain shot. No, it's really good. I'm just saying, I don't think he has that same kind of skill now. This was what seven years ago. It's quite a while. Isn't it sad to think that it's so long ago? Well, I mean, time passes. Even the people's faces, the, the colorist really helps, but the very nice, clean lines on yeah. the people's faces. Anyway, sorry, Amber, keep going. Yeah. Also, Wolverine's inner monologue is nice in this, and I think it's authentically written to him. And, like, I was just flipping through here, and there's, like, the scene he's fighting um, Gorgon, and Gorgon just took down Elektra, and Wolverine's chiding himself, and, like, you, you can't do it, why do you think she's the greatest assassin? But he does it anyways, because he's Wolverine, and he's still better. And, uh... I just, it really illustrates what he's capable of in this, because I think so many Wolverine fights are just, he wins because he can keep getting up again, yeah. and not because he's actually good at, at killing. And I think it's important to remind us that he is good at killing. However, then he will yeah. call Cyclops a murderer. Not yeah. Right. Not right. Anyway. Well, that's stupid. But when he gets into the Four Freedoms Plaza, it's not that anymore, Baxter Building, he's, he's kind of, 
using his skills to get around the security uh, trip yeah, wires like and so he's, forth. He's, he's not just leaving. He's, he's stealthy, and he uses his other mutant abilities, like yeah. his, you know, heightened senses, as opposed to just healing factor all the time, and he that's is, why like, he He a trained samurai and a f- solid tracker, so, yeah. yeah. He was a samurai, he was, like, a black ops, like, Weapon X was a huge amount of training for him before he even had adamantium or really understood what he was, so it's nice to see him use those skills in a present-day setting. Absolutely. I like that the story was broken up into two parts. The first part of him being brainwashed and doing this thing against the Marvel Universe, or his, his colleagues, and then snapping out of it. And the second half is like, okay, time to get some serious payback. And he rides a sentinel, you know, into this hand compound, and it, gets, it starts off with a bang, and he, he gets a, he pay, the payback that everyone deserves, and he, and he comes out on top after everything that was done to him. So it was really good that they had it broke up into two parts, and it was very well told, and a very complete story. Not just, uh, okay, well, here I beat up all my buddies, now I'm going to feel bad about it, you know, I kick one guy's butt, and that's the end. Like, it was really well put together as a complete story. I also like how it kind of ends up becoming an Electra Wolverine story, really. There's a lot of Electra, Electra moments when she's on her own, and she's doing her own thing, and I guess he kind of wanted to do an Electra story, and Marvel said, look, just focus on one at a time, and he said, I'm Mark Millar. <laughs> I'll, I'll well, do as I like. This is this is the kind of the height of his popularity with Marvel. Sure, so absolutely. For sure. Um, I love how many blades there are, and samurai swords, and dismembering of hand ninjas. I love dismembering of hand ninjas. You do love. I love building top kill more roof ninjas. discussions. <laughs> I love killing hand ninjas. What's the other thing I always talk about? I have certain things that I just love. Uh, not dinner table discussions. Not dinner table discussions. No, um, the Gorgon. I don't just love him as a character. Like his introduction was great. I know Adam doesn't agree. I don't know why. I, he's, oh, I didn't say that. I just. I think I, the things I really like Gorgon from are, is not this. I love him in this. I think he's a genuine threat, and you see why. And Millar proves over and over again why you should be scared of him. It's not like sometimes they introduce a villain and they make them purposely um, potent on you know to, to make you feel scared for the hero. Yeah. And then after the first contact, you're like, okay, fine, whatever. He didn't die. After there's several contacts, you're still going like Wolverine could die at any moment. He could return to stone. Obviously, I suppose that's a stretch. Like Wolverine, he's you know, never going to die, but. He turns everybody to stone, and he almost takes out Electra. And I know Adam is really butthurt about the death of the Slingers, but that's not a reason to hate the whole story. It is popcorny. It's not very substantive. There are a lot of moments that I don't feel it even needs, like the whole X-Men stuff. Uh, I, I like, like the X-Men stuff. Paul's a little flat killing the, uh, North Star. I, don't, I, I didn't like him, so it's okay. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I was cool with that. Too. It was crazy, though, how he goes to kill Kitty, and she's only saved by phasing, and that's how Jean-Paul gets killed. So now Kitty has the guilt, which is never addressed. No, um, not at all, actually. But yeah, I just it was kind of creepy though with Gorgon sleeping with that very with old... the super old Miss Strucker. Yeah, what yeah, was up with that? that the was... Struckers are drawn so well, and their twisted relationship is done so well, and it's just so twisted. It's very Mark Millar. Yeah, but creepy. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? That's with Gorgon is still yeah. creepy. This is more of what I love about Mark Millar. It's he's uh, he's creepy. He's yeah, a, he well, writes he was creepy what? stuff. Like, he goes there. Yeah. He was a childhood protege who could write his first like um, orc. Um, Symphony at age like nine or something. They go through the Gorgon's life at one point and establish him as something that existed previous to this assassin and show you that he's essentially like unstoppable. He's kind of um, a Morrison villain in that way that he kind of can have any power he wants. But I think he's fairly well established. He's really smart. He's very tactical. He can he he dies and this thing becomes resurrected to show that he is this kind of hydro zombie creature. Yeah. Um, he has stone vision, turn people to stone like like a natural Gorgon from mythology. He's an adept samurai swords, swordsman. Uh, he later gets his hands on, which I love, the God Killer from mm. the Ares series, 
um, and then uses that to strike down anyone who is immortal. Like, he's just, his whole saga starts here, and I love it. Um, very See, I, I liked him more when Hickman wrote him. I didn't care as much about him when, when Hickman wrote him. Oh, yeah, well, he, he's fantastic in Secret Warriors, but I think he's a very strong start here. He's not one of those pussy-wussy little kind of willow characters who, who gets introduced and they have a nice um, uh, splash page and then they fade away and mm. no one cares. He's very strong start. And then it takes like Bendis to revive him ten years later and say, look, this is why this villain's really cool. And we're like, eh. <laughs> He's really cool. I like him. Mm. But if it hadn't been for Hickman, he'd still be dead. Um, probably, yeah. Until someone else came along. But I think that one-two punch of Malar's strong introduction and then Hickman just like, knocking out of the park mm. has made him just absolutely one of my favorites. And then his hero click being like 106 <laughs> points and too easy to kill, he should have started with invulnerability. I'm sorry. Okay. So there's some people out there who understood that reference. Yeah. <laughs> Adam is rolling back, really. He's doing very well for the whole bit. He wants to talk, blow it up. You want to talk about Hornet? Um, <laughs> well, for a long time, it was really hard for me to even look at this entire story because the death of Hornet was, as a throwaway was really upsetting to me. Mm-hmm. I love the Slingers. always have. Well, so do I, but when's the last time the Slingers mattered at all? Yes. They're around. That's right. Barely. Yeah, but okay. But the fact matter. is, I'd rather they not be around, but at least they could show up at any time in their in their actual together. They've been then dumped th- and thrown aside, just like the Young Avengers. Yeah, they did get... Like I so agree. Yeah, the worst of the Young Avengers. Avengers. They should, just had a series. These guys haven't been touched in years. Okay, they, they, they disappeared, but I would rather that they... I would never see them again than have a character just thrown away. If they had given him a moment on panel where he died, I'd be like, okay, well, at least he died going out. But instead, they'd even misidentify him as Spider-Man. It, it was just such a... It just felt like Mark Miller saying, no, oh, this is someone's favorite character. I'm going to take a shit in that character. And that's one of my favorite characters at the time because I would love. Out of all you sound like such a fanboy. I know. I understand that. The fans were crying, crying bloody murder when no, when when, when Bendis, happened. yes, yeah. when he killed because he hates Carnage. Yeah. And he doesn't like the '90s, and so he was just saying "f you '90s" and tore him in half and left him in the stratosphere, and, and everyone went crazy. See, I don't like when characters are just thrown away without. If they had killed well, Hornet, Alpha Flight off panel was crazy. If that collective. was a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. I'm offended as a Canadian. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but the, Alpha Flight kind of sucks. Like, okay, sorry, well, guys. we'll come back to that some other day. They're full yeah. of wonderful Canadian myths, <laughs> But um, oh, I, I would not have yes. ca- cared as much if Hornet had been on panel and had a chance to die in a, in a, in a, in a in any kind of fashion. Even if it had been two panels, it would have been better than nothing at all. Is Ricochet the only living slinger right now? No, Prodigy was around in yeah, Avengers Prodigy Initiative. Yeah, Prodigy was around in Avengers Initiative. And he was also in uh, Youth and Revolt uh, during uh, Fear Itself, which I know wasn't a good event, but he was still around and had a prominent role in that miniseries, and it was pretty cool. Look at this. I have the trade. I forgot I had this. In the back of the trade is, is the Malar's story, uh, Wolverine 32. Yeah. I forgot this was here. It's really good. Yeah. So, so excited now? Um, I am, actually. I can go <laughs> no, I give. I, I don't hate Enemy of the State anymore. But for a long time, I didn't like it at all. Oh, really? Because the Death of Hornet, the whole no, thing no, was sullied. No, that was just Hornet. the cherry on the top. There I was think a lot that of things. Was a big thing with him. No, Usually there's it's one thing. I don't know. It just it didn't grab me as much. It just it's felt... not a masterpiece, but I think it's really good. Oh, in case of Paul, I think he maybe feels. Oh, like it's a you have it in the hardcover, so yeah. unopened. A complete edition, in fact. Yeah. Why haven't you opened it? I got it right after I read the series for the first time, so okay. I, I haven't been drawn back to read it again for okay. a while. But so I remembered it vividly, and again, I remember. We've gone through a lot of ups and downs with Wolverine, um, which I'm sure we can all attest to. Yes. So this just really grabbed me, and I, really, I just enjoyed every issue. I couldn't wait to get each issue, and I very rarely had any comic of Wolverines that did that. Okay. And this was one, so it gets that kind of man- place on my mantle. Okay. Number one. Well, my uh, I guess my number five is Weapon X 1-4 to four as a story from Age of Apocalypse. Because uh, 
just love it. And I know it doesn't age all that well, but the first Wolverine comic I ever actually bought was Weapon X number two. And uh, I don't know, the artwork is really good. I mean, it's very 90s. Like, the cover of X Men, Weapon X number one, so many, like, ripples on that on that arm. Like, that is... It's a crazy Wolverine. But That's another Jean. comic I bought for the... It is a gorgeous Jean. I like the Jean from AOA. She's Although, really sexy. She's, she's wearing more like doodads here yeah. than she does in the entire actual interior. Like It's a gorgeous Jean. Leave it at that. Yeah. She is. She's wearing a lot of extra stuff. But she looks gorgeous. And uh, I don't know, like, I remember, like, a lot of it doesn't even make a lot of sense, but, like, the fact that, like, his claws were still in his forearm. And then when, ep- when episode, not mm-hmm. episode, issue four came out, and then he, he unleashes it, and I was like, oh my god! Like, as a kid, I was like, yes. this is amazing. Even uh, though to this day, as an adult, cut his hand off when it was retracted. Yes, yeah. that's what he says. <laughs> that's that's what happened. But it it's still hurts logical. my brain. Not hurts my brain. I'm still upset that <laughs> Logan could have his hand cut off at all. I know. Grow back. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. No. Oh, yeah, because he grew back from a drop of blood. But again, it was very. Yeah, well, that's before it was that. <laughs> that's extreme. a Claremont special thing. <laughs> but but I mean, back in the nineties, this is how you did things. You just kind of did things for flash and, and style, and it was like, oh my god, he doesn't have an arm. Does, who cares? It doesn't make sense. It makes him look cool and badass. But in extreme. Eventually pop a clock in the stomach. Yeah, that's point. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. In issue four. And, and you don't see it coming yeah. because the entire time it's just kind of a stump he's been carrying around with him. And suddenly, bam, snicked. Anyways. Cyclops so, blasted fighting? it off, right? Hmm? Yeah, fighting. and it caught a rise. It, it, it was Pierce. Yeah. Oh, it was Pierce, that's right. Donald Pierce. And he took Cyclops And it was also yes, the, was one, of the, one of the coolest versions of Gateway I've ever seen. Where Gateway was actually like talking and he was like a guy who was like plugged in all the like, tech- technology and it was... It's just a cool gateway. Instead of just being this weird, you know, Aboriginal character just sitting there with his that thing he whirls around and transports people, he actually had a purpose. And <laughs> Carol Danvers was in there too, and it was just really is it fun. Rock on a rope. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I, I would agree that this is one of the more solid AOA. Is it good? Well, not by a lot of standards. I mean, as I said, it's a lot of style, not a lot of substance. But yes. but I just really enjoy it. Like there's uh, in issue two because I remember it so well. Um, there's him and Jean, and they're meeting up with like the council, and then Jean's like gonna take off because she's gonna go. What's she going to find? Just Cyclops. She's going to find Cyclops. Yeah. So, and he's he gets into like uh, he's his entire body's like almost been burned off when he's fighting cyborgs, and he realizes, oh my god, Jean's leaving. So it's just him like driving a bike and like trying to like jump under her airplane. And it's all like sad and it's so Wolverine. It's very Wolverine. Plus, you get to see Wolverine Jean actually as a couple, mm-hmm. and it actually uh, and they're so in love. And it, it's too bad Except that they when she tries to run away and get Cyclops. yeah yeah she, she senses she should be with Cyclops. Yeah, well, she has this telepathic Cyclops. thing like yeah. she meets yeah. this guy in the pens, and it's like there's something about him, and then yeah. she becomes obsessed with it, and she has to meet him and see him again. Now, the closest we ever got to that on the animated series was the him and yes. him and Storm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. I actually liked it because it, it didn't make any sense. But it, it, I think it's because the voice actress for Storm bothered me, and her being in a sincere relationship was just stupid. I guess me. I love you, Logan. <laughs> <laughs> like Logan, complete... we will be apart. <laughs> yes, I okay. Allow okay, this. Okay, maybe... Logan, please. <laughs> okay, maybe the voices weren't so great, but I like that. Everyone that... except her was Storm good. Was good but, but I like that relationship, yeah. and it basically, you like can Halle Berry watched the animated series when she tried no, to No, Halle Berry did not watch anything. She doesn't even know it's a comic to this day. She thinks it was created by Singer. Yeah. But if you close your eyes, you could just imagine that that's really Gene there. Like, I feel like someone in editorial was like, no, it can't be Gene, it has to be Storm. But in in the TV Why series, though? I don't know, but because it really was it Gene. Been so much more emotional. It was the AOA effectively. Yeah, it was. Like, it that's was. all no, it was. That's absolutely what it was. And you saw AOA versions of characters, yeah. and like I remember seeing that, I'm like, oh my god, that's awesome. So, yeah, so and I still pause it just to like see them all. So, really, it's Gene. 
I think it's because the artists were like, guys, we got to get Storm with the mohawk in here. Yeah. Where I do love her, her with the mohawk. I do. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of Brian no. Singer, no. It, like he's it. heavily rumored to be the director for the next X-Men movie now because Matthew Vaughn's If I could out. hit this table, <laughs> I would hit it. I know. All right. Uh, Paul. Well, yeah, I'm all thrown off now because... Yes, because your list has been kind yeah, of it's been decimated. Kind of decimated. That's okay. Well, right. mine as well. Amber's just doing as she pleases. Who brought her? Who invited her? Ouch. Right, yeah. I did. I'll go home. So, speaking of hot <laughs> chicks... All right. Um, oh, get Mystique. Oh, get Mystique. Get Mystique. I was actually surprised yeah, this wasn't... Is, is um, not, this isn't on your list, Nate? There's like, a few reasons why. Garney. Garney is... Brilliant. You cream all kinds for Garney. Come on. He does some Ew. really good uh, uh, action sequences. Don't use that phrase. He, he does use it a Gross. lot. <laughs> the phrase or uh, the phrase? Yeah, yeah. I do it. It's too much. <laughs> <laughs> so what what issues is this? <laughs> it's just for those following. Around. This is Wolverine sixty-two Sorry. through sixty-five. Okay. Uh, Wolverine is tasked with pretty much assassinating Mystique. Yeah, by Cyclops. By Cyclops. Yeah. Yeah. But she's too hot. Um, no, and he tries to kill her. I know. Her. I know. <laughs> and it's a, it's a cute story that shows when they first meet in the past mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, while he's hunting her in the present. And it's, it's and you know, they have a relationship in the past, right? Uh, you know, she's a redhead, so he's got to tap it, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, he does several times. Oh, times. Right. Yeah. Except for but, Hope. And, and, you know, in the last Wait. issue, like, she fights him and no, she's naked. Yet. You know, throughout the uh, the entire battle. Yeah. But it's just... It's oh, you're like, talking about the, when she goes nude? Yeah. yeah I, don't you feel like that's kind of just them trying to nod too hard to the movie version? Because she's never naked like in any other book no. ever. It was really weird. Yeah. It was sexy and hot, but it was weird. Uh, I think I think she's sexier in the white dress that she has. I love that white dress. Yeah, uh, but it was just a no really. Boobies. It was really it, the art was Keep beautiful. That under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? She also has this really sexy like bandito outfit at the beginning when they're in the in front of the firing squad. Yeah, she's he's like so how they get you because they don't see each other. They're blindfolded. Exactly. And he's like so how they get you, and she's like, well, you know, it's my skin color. He's like, oh, you black? She's like, no, more exotic. Uh, but uh, I can't hide who I am, and they want to kill me as a result. And he, they, like, it pans back, and she's got this little like cowboy hat on, and like a little cowboy brazier with some like bullets in it, and yep. then like little b- cowboy undies. I'm like, what are you wearing? Yeah. Like, of course they saw your skin color. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, but but just a really uh, fun story, a really fun Wolverine story, and one of the best of Aaron's Aaron's run. Yeah, I, I guess really I enjoyed it. I can, I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, it is fun. It's just a fun story. Exactly. It really it is, is what it says it is. Let's get Mystique. Yeah, yeah, no, it is, yeah. Yeah, it was straight to the point. No muscle. I, I like that they had, and he really flowed the story well between going past and future. He confuses you a few times. A little bit. It's like like Mystique at the beginning where you think that Wolverine kills an innocent person. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it. He doesn't. No. Nope. <laughs> um, so she shows how clever she is, how tactical she is. Uh, I like that. And Jason loves other languages. Now, mm. First of all, he made his big mark in the industry with Scout, which is all about like Native American and, and uh, reserves and so forth, so other cultures he likes. But all throughout his books, if they're Japanese, they're speaking Japanese. If they're um, Persian, they're speaking Farsi. Like he, and he puts it in the book. He doesn't yeah. just like do gibberish and makes oh, that's Farsi. He actually is writing the Farsi out. So if you have a buddy who's Persian, they can translate the book for you. Mm. Like he's, he's a lot of attention to detail. It gave me more respect for Mystique as well, reading through this. I would agree with that, yeah. yeah. She's, she's deadly. Um, does she have a healing yeah. factor? Yeah, she kind of does. Well, in like her own book, they kind of establish. No, she, yeah. she can killed. shift her body around too. No, like. he does in fact kill her, but the, the hand bring her back. Isn't that how it goes? Um, all you see, no. At the end of the series, he, he leaves her for dead. Yeah, he leaves her yeah, for dead with a gun. Dead, so she, he's no. like, you use, use that bullet on me. It's not going to mean anything. You keep that bullet for yourself. He leaves her in the desert, and all you see is her saying, "Logan, come back here. U.S.O.B. Come back here." And then it's done. And then in Walk a Mile in My Moccasins, they have a, one panel 
Well, I thought I was like, did you kill her? I thought I did. And it's Mystique, so... No, but I remember know. somewhere else seeing her show up in a tube for the hand, so I'm thinking that... I, I, don't, I don't know if it's confirmed that she's been resurrected, mm-hmm. because characters who are resurrected are supposed to like have a different like status, aren't they? Like, well, she's wrong she's done them, things since, here, well, since the then. No, so. I know that, I know she, but I just can't remember if she <laughs> miraculously Always survived the ordeal, or yeah. if she was in fact resurrected by the hand and, and did die. So look, I don't know. Look, she can move her organs around. Doctor Strange showed up. That's how it happened. Doctor Strange healed her? Why would Doctor Strange bother with Mystique? Well, Mephesto was there everything. first. We're rewriting the Marvel Universe right now. <laughs> I really like when they show background to these characters, because Mystique and Wolverine have got to be two of the most, I'm doing air quotes, mysterious characters in the X-Men universe. Oh. Would you agree with that? Mystique is mystique. Everyone here? I mean, like, Mystique... <laughs> no, no, I would agree, because... You know, yeah. a German aristocrat affair that spawned Nightcrawler, and yeah. then she slept with oh, Creed at, at some yeah. point. Because she had... Uh, yeah. yeah and then yeah. what else? So it's nice to see her, like... Plus her lesbian relationship with Destiny. Yeah. yeah, sure. But that's not that's what not really that? the backstory. Oh yeah, with an old yeah. lady oh, is yeah. the only time we ever Hot knew Destiny. Old lady. Yeah. <laughs> so but I mean, she knows you don't know things. when it happened. <laughs> she knows things though. Yeah. To see her in, in an early twentieth century Mexico context is nice to see. And then they had pair off and become a couple. And then they're going through. This is like the Wild West, I think. This is eighteen hundreds, maybe. They go through time. It's early nineteen hundreds, yeah. early twentieth century. Yeah. Um, and they're like a couple who, who like to pull jobs and then like steal and get gain, and and they have this other clan of people who they're with who are just kind also of like mutants. they're mutants, but they're like they're like the sideshow of a circus almost. Yes, kind of mutants. And um, she's like, this could be our family. This is like our family. And she's almost like establishing as like a nesting mother, even though you know it's Mystique. She's not gonna. But it's it's interesting, and they're kind of almost a couple and romantically in love, and like there's some street toughs who try to muzzle in on them, and he defends them, and it's. Wolverine is coming to his like this family relationship, and he kind of moves away from it. And then he only finds that. And then later on, you see Alpha Flight. That's also not his family. And then he eventually finds the X Men in his true family. So you see him drifting to these family relationships. So there is a bit of a character arc here. It's not just fluff. Yeah. So there's something to be said for this. It's not on my list. That wasn't even on a mention. I don't remember why. I don't. Yeah, I was surprised you wouldn't have. You know why? Because Adam said I have to keep them short. <laughs> and then I broke that rule. Yes, that's why. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, Nate, what you got? Uh, not these. Amber is... I combined our piles. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I brought this, and I really struggled with this. Okay. Origins and endings. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's such an awkward uh, cover there. I love the cover. Are you kidding me? This is a, a Casada um, oh, no, I know. I just... play on the or- cover for Origin. I know, just the weird mark on obscuring the other characters. The fact that... that there's a parasol in the background. Yes. And the shadow from yeah. it is obscuring their I faces. I, that was, I don't know. It didn't work for me. It's an artistic move, so you don't necessarily see who they are. No, I get... Anyway. <laughs> thank you. I get why. It what a jerk. Pro tip on art. Pro tip on art. <laughs> the I just don't like it. The coloring by Izanov is brilliant. No, I agree. Izanov can... He can color up a storm. He really can. He makes books so much better than ever. You know what? I don't, we don't often talk about colorists, but he is a standout. Well, because, I mean, no, no disrespect to colorists, but there's some colorists who transcend... Just sure. putting on colors. I mean, some, it is a, it is an amazing art, but there are some who just do such an amazing job that you can't help but notice. Okay, Daniel so, Wade is this? Daniel Wei, who was hired at Marvel because apparently, as I recall reading this years ago, he was determined to create an official Wolverine timeline that would resolve all of the problems and the contradictions. Oh, but he failed doing that. And apparently, he made a wall of like post-its. And eventually brought it to the attention of one of the editors at Marvel, and they were impressed by it. And they said, "Well, what can you do with this? Like, what do you what do you want to do with this?" And he said, "Well, I think I can resolve Wolverine's history. I think I can write an official history for Wolverine." 
that's as I understand it, that project was scrapped, and instead he got pushed onto some early projects at Marvel. This was his big first project, I think, um, with Wolverine, and this takes place after House of M, which has one of the greatest resolutions to any kind of uh, story. It wasn't to me the No More Mutants; it was Wolverine getting his memory back. I still remember being so excited for that, and this came right afterwards. And so, way determined, and this is what this trade does, or this, this six issue story does is it essentially gives a, a synopsis of Wolverine's official history briefly. It's very brief, but it's coherent. It's almost, in some ways, chronological. And he's using his very long um, um, researched knowledge of this origin to now segue into what would later become a horrible story by himself and Dylan. Sorry, one question. What issues are these in particular? On the back, I'll show you there. 36 through the 40. Okay. And so, the, mar- the artwork is by, I can never pronounce his name correctly, Te- Texera or Texera? Or Mark Teixeira. Teixeira. I don't know how to pronounce an X in there, but it sounds Portuguese, I guess. Um, I love him as an artist, and um, this is Way's first, as I said, the first thing I read from Way, and I really liked it. Um, the second thing I think I read from him was the prelude to Planet Hulk, which was, oh, also, that good. was also good. That yeah. was also good, yeah. So, Way, in my, in my books, was number one. He was thumbs up, new talent, turns out kind of fell away by the Wrong wayside after that. Fell away. But anyway, you see Silver Samurai. <laughs> and uh, you see more Wolverine. Okay, so at the beginning of the story, <laughs> everyone gets clued in on the fact that Wolverine has all his memories back. And so you see politicians and members of, like, Weapon X commit suicide or burn files and get out of Dodge. Then, Because they know Wolverine's coming for them. Um, and so the first sequence, you have Wolverine sneaking up on the Silver Samurai, who is part of um, uh, an... Uh, He's, he's, he's riding with a diplomat, or he's a diplomat himself. I can't remember he's in a why. Convoy. He's in some sort of convoy with some sort of political figures, and Wolverine follows their route and goes under the sewer tunnels, much like a ninja would do. Pops his claws through the sewer grate, takes out their tires in the front of their car, and then engages um, Ken. Isn't Super Samurai's name Ken? Isn't it Kenicho? Yeah, but they call him Ken. Something Karata. Yeah. Um, in a fight, and then disarms him literally by taking off his arm. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and then it goes through like Wolverine's life in Japan and Mariko and his marriage to her and his dead son. And they finally identify the first time ever who the assassin was who killed him. Uh, killed them. It ends up being the Winter Soldier who was recently introduced. So again, my mind is a buzz. I'm like, oh my goodness, Wolverine's going to get revenge. Um, Winter Soldier's in this. I love him. He's a brand new character. Um, I was surprised they used Winter Soldier because yeah. I was really scared they were going to overexpose him. Yeah. Because he'd just come back. But they do a great job of it here. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll, the last thing that is really nice that's introduced here is um, um, the Muramasa. The Muramasa Blade? Muramasa Blade. It's Muramasa, I believe. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, which is a fabled blade, which is actually ends up in, in Marvel lore being compared to the God Killer. Yeah. The two great blades of the Marvel Universe are the Muramasa and the God Killer. Wolverine gets the Muramasa, and then Gorgon, who is now kind of becoming his arch enemy, ends up with the God Killer. Uh, and it's the only blade that can kill Wolverine. So he ends up going back to Japan after he gets his memory, goes back to the, the, the blacksmith and says, I'm now worthy of the blade. He says, go. And what's he tell him at the end of it? Very cool line at the end. He gives him this blade. And everyone goes, why would you need a blade if you have claws? This blade is magical. Okay, get over it. He says, take it and wield it like an angry god. And then it's Wolverine holding the blade and it's shining in the sun of Japan. And I'm like, oh, my third thing, I remember now. Okay, first thing is standing on building tops and talking. Second thing is killing ninja hand ninjas. And the third thing is check Japan. Anytime you set things in Japan, I love it. Wolverine's always in Japan, yeah. okay? And his connection to the Japanese culture. And now he has uh, the Muramasa, which can kill anything. And um, he kinda, it kind of falls on its face after this. But it's, it's set up so many cool things. Yeah, no, I agree. It's too bad that 
all the potential laid here didn't come to fruition. But no, I agree. This is really strong. I remember yeah. reading this, really enjoying it, and then looking at preview art for Wolverine Origins number one. I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. I don't like Steve Dillon. Oh, oh Steve Dillon with thin lips. But there are things. That... Why does he have to draw everyone's <laughs> lips all the time? <laughs> but there are things in the story that will come. Like so much there are lips. sequences where it shows him remembering Weapon X, and I know Weapon X is going to come up on one of someone else's list. Is this where, where we get Dakin from? Dakin kind of spawns out of the story, yes, because yeah. that's what Wade did. But there's a sequence hey, where they show here. Dakin is an old back. I'm showing Amber now. No one can see this um, <laughs> of him Weapon X, and he's gone back to it, and he's remembering it. Yeah. And there are sequences that are actually from the pages of Weapon X where he thinks yeah. he's like becoming a demon, like he, 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 he in his mind's eye, he's kind of losing all his humanity. So this really does touch on the three big high points from Wolverine's life: mm. his creation um, from Weapon X, yep. uh, his time in Japan, and um, I think it actually touches on a bit of. Um, his time in Alberta growing up. Really? I think it does. Okay. Anyway. Amber, you're um, next. My next one is what I was told is Wolverine 90, the iPop issue. Okay. As I refer to it. Um, I, ha I have it somewhere. Let me grab it. <laughs> I don't remember. That's actually my second favorite. That's your second favorite? Yes, it is. Um, this was a story that I read completely out of context and thought was awesome. And I was just thinking back on the story itself, and the art was the, the most memorable part of it to me. And obviously, like, the Sabretooth fight, and the fact that Sabretooth's in the mansion, and this is his nemesis, and he's here, and this was back when Sabretooth was still really cool, yeah. and there was a fold-out in it, yeah. and I was like, oh my goodness, this is so the So many fold-outs. I know. Most <laughs> like, of the everything is a fold-out. That's why they can't put this in a trade. No, yeah. they really can't. Because you can't like... fold it out. Um, but... I really, really love the art. I love the one scene where he's like sitting there watching TV, eating noodles, and he has his Wolverine hair tied back because I, I had never seen his hair like that before, and I was yeah. just like, that's kind of neat. It's just like everything is so fluid in the art, and everything is so alive and moving and dynamic, and it's a great characterization of these two characters and their rivalry mm -hmm. and Wolverine's understanding of Sabretooth that no one else around has. Yep. Mm -hmm. And his understanding that he has to go and do what's necessary, and like, yeah, yeah, his hair tied back like that. I was like, that's so neat. <laughs> Although there's not a lot of detail in like his that. mouth. There's his lips. He's, no. he's eating. He's eating. He's eating a steak. <laughs> Watching TV. Yeah, your lips. See, Paul's popping yeah. up his cheeks, so your lips do kind of go away. You want some Dylan lips on there? You want oh, right that? Oh, it's got to No, keep Dylan away from me. <laughs> oh. Um, but it's like this little sequence of Wolverine's life, and you have all the discussions of like mutants and just. All the scenes are great, and their their awareness of each other. I pulled that out of mine. Oh, yeah. There's a card. There's a card. card. card it's yeah. interesting. Sorry. On it, it says, "See inside for details on how to win an actual Marvel Comics X Men arcade game from Capcom." Yeah, X Men: Turtle of the Atom is a really fun game, so, even with its problems. No, this is this is a gorgeous looking book. Yeah, it's and it's hard to read sexy though. In this book, well, the panels sometimes are all they draw the him old, but this is, he's hot in this one, and I always appreciate a good hot Wolverine. Yes, <laughs> no, we know that. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. There's some stuff in here that's very, like, Adam Cooper's, like, greatest hits type of thing. Like, his favorite kind of ways to illustrate Wolverine. There's also a lot of experimentation with his panels. A lot. Like, you'll never see as much experimentation as yeah. everyone here. He's really having fun with this. I'm surprised they let him do it. But, yeah. and the some of those can't be cheap. No. 
And some of these like the splash bridges don't need to be that big. No, but he said yeah, but they look great. That they big. do look great, but it's just like holy crap! It's like and how many pages? And this is also a testament to like how important Wolverine is in the Marvel universe. That like, look, we're mm. gonna give him a big issue with his arch nemesis, and he's gonna get huge splash pages. Well, again, yeah, all the kids who had grown up learning about this feud from the cartoon, yeah, they were all like. Love oh, yeah, yeah. We're well, going... this was me right in this era that I was watching the cartoon, mm-hmm. reading this comic, which is probably too violent for someone my oh, age. Oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> but... I remember before I read this, I read the, I think it was X-Men, just before, as part of Legion Quest, there was the one shot where Wolverine shows up and he's like, you thought Charlie left you all alone, bub? And it was the big return of Wolverine to the mansion. So, which, the mini- the effect of that is minimized a little bit in this issue, because he's already here. Yeah. But that was when, like, you're like, oh my god, Wolverine's back! And it's like, see X-Men 90, or Wolverine 90 for their big fight. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Yeah. So. Like, I did not know this was going to be the big fight when I read it, and I was so excited when it was happening. And then, yeah, the do it, do it with his claws at yeah. Sabretooth's eyes there, that oh, at the very end, stuck with me. And not knowing what happens? Yeah. Like, you know that he slipped them. Describe what they're... Yeah, oh, sorry. sorry. Um... Wolverine's got his two of his three claws, his outer two claws, up against Sabretooth's eyes, and Sabretooth is all beat up, and Sabretooth is screaming, do it, do it, and he's got the tip of the claw at the eyeball, and then the eyeball shatters, because this is the beginning of AOA. Well, because Wolverine's third claw yeah. pops through his jaw. Yeah. yeah. And into his brain. Into yeah, his and into brain. his brain shatters. Which, he, it's actually extremely important for what happens to uh, Sabretooth in the next couple years yes. after this. Yep. Uh, yeah, and the idea that you wouldn't even know for, like, basically five months. What happened? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. insane. What a cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. And yeah. that's why I call it the eye pop issue because that's what always yeah. stuck with me. And when I was... because, oh, yeah. Yeah, when I was asking about this issue, like when Nathan and I were first dating and I'm like, I really love that Wolverine issue with the eye pop. And he's like, oh, Wolverine 90? And... Uh, <laughs> so casual. Yeah. <laughs> he just knows. And it was. And... No, it's, it's just so seminal to the Wolverine Sabretooth rivalry, and yes. I'm like, I know we were talking about Gorgon being like his new nemesis, and like how he has all these enemies throughout his past with like Silver Samurai, and he's probably one Did of you the say cyber. 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 <laughs> Don't say who. Cyber. Oh, come on. I know. Because he also had adamantium, and yes, Wolverine he did. had adamantium. So. It does feel like over um, the last like 20 years, this is the best. Sabretooth's uh, rivalry has really been lessened a little bit. Yes. That's sad because oh. he was so because, good. Because we have too much of Sabretooth a lot of the times and Sabretooth has been a hero he's been an X-Factor yeah he's he with should the never X-Men. be a hero he's a psychopath as X-Factor made more sense though yeah. because he had something in his brain that was going to kill yeah, him yeah. and, and he, he's basically to. their version of Suicide Squad so that's fine but yeah they've. but even then he's still a crazy person yeah and that, but there he was still scary but then yeah. in the X-Men he wasn't and they've uh, just done a lot of really like bad things classic with him. 90s Sabretooth more than any other villain well, he's yeah. still he's scary my here. Villain ever. Like even when he's he's in the mansion and he's their prisoner, he's still scary. Yes, yeah. Like he's he's the, like this haunting presence. Yeah, that's Jubilee there is having time. nightmares. He's going to murder her in her sleep. Like, yes. that's what you should. There be. was nothing better than him, and I don't know why they just disassembled him into nothing, and then Loeb decided to decapitate him, which <laughs> would, shouldn't really work. And then but the Moramasa blade. Oh yeah, that's true. Was Sent him to hell, and now he's back. And that storyline was so they could be some more. Yeah, well, look, Romulans, Romulus, yeah, Romulus, like uh, <laughs> terrible, absolutely bringing Romulus in okay. and backing into now, his. Oh, I know on. why Way oh. had to do it because there had because the problem when he was looking at the timeline, there were too many gaps, and he said he decided to pick one figure that would allow him to fill in all the problems in the timeline. The problem is the character he fit to fit in all the timeline loopholes is an idiot. If they pick something cooler, yeah. then I might be okay with well, it. Well, no. they actually have introduced Remus now. Remus is actually uh, Romulus' sister. Oh my goodness. Who Wolverine has now banged. 
Does she have red hair? Uh, no. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't he bangs other women. Oh, actually, maybe she did. No, she did have red hair. Fox didn't have red hair. Yeah, but Silver Fox has Fox in her name. Okay, we Fox, if foxes are red. Uh, everyone in this podcast who doesn't know what Fox Silver Fox looks like knows she's hot because she has silver fox. When he bangs women of other ethnicities, they don't always have red hair. Yeah, because Mariko didn't have. Yeah. Or Mariko and, uh, and the other his one. reporter from Insane in the Brain. Uh, Yukio is the one he's currently banging. Well, yeah. yeah. From yeah. the Wolverine miniseries. Yeah. Yes. Well, he's banging someone else that was Asian as well. Yeah, and then there's also... He bangs a lot of ladies. Yeah. That is the... Plus the unconfirmed <laughs> sleeping with uh, Shadowcat. Which Still unconfirmed. We all know what happened. Come on. Did it? Uh, she did not seem surprised when you walked by her naked, and Jubilee was like, oh my god, and she was like, mm-hmm. Well, she wanted it, clearly. That was X-Men Annual, like, 99. That's so cool. Mexico. Besides, he's like 200 years older than everyone he meets, anyways. So it's creepy what no matter what. What does it make if she's like five years older or younger? Yeah, that's true. Anyways, yeah, so no, this is really good. Uh, X Men, uh, sorry, Wolverine 90, just so brutal, so violent. Creed being so crazy that he's like shorting out the uh, the alarm system almost. Like, the force field. It's supposed force to like, hurt you and burn you yeah, so you don't go through it. And he just keeps it. throwing and himself keeps, at yeah. it. Yeah. And like, like a rabid animal. Yeah, and like Hama writes it really well, but Kubert's artwork is just so there's so much movement and I think so that's much what fluidity. Makes it. it feels like this is really happening and it's brutal and violent. And, and the smoke and the sea yeah, everywhere. Like, like there is no quarter like drawn. Like this is just this is Sabretooth just being he's an animal and mm-hmm. the artwork is just Never shies away from being. But they're both being animalistic in this movie. Yeah. Like, Sa- oh, well, uh, Sabretooth is the Marvel Universe's version of the Joker. Yeah. And I think that. he's better at what he does than the Joker is. I would agree. And, and I like. His mind games that he plays with people, and he screws around with the bow all the time. Like, it, it was so good. Yeah. Um, like, he's sitting there with his hair burnt off because yeah. he's been. Kubert yeah. loves this, though. In. Like, that's one thing I loved about Burn Weapon X2. Everyone's hair burns. Weapon X2, where Jean Grey's flying away, and he's, he's just standing there watching her leave, and he's, he's just got burned off, so he's just got a little bit of hair going back. Yeah. I love that his hair always grows back to the same style. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I miss. I also miss that he doesn't come on his birthday anymore. Like, there's yeah. no saber It's always the birthday. Like, I'm. Yeah. It's gonna be my birthday. I have to get out of the mansion. And they're like, "We want to celebrate your birthday, Wolverine. When is it?" And he's like, "I'm not telling you." Yeah. And then he always goes away into the fields, into the snow fields, yeah. strips down, and has a big fight with Sabretooth. Because they got to do it naked. Paul like doesn't seem to know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? Okay. I like that. It, that was even referenced in the Marvel pinball. Like that's. You know, yeah, what's like, you yeah. I am what you will be. And then he's like, you know, um, oh, so good. That's a great table. Oh, it is. The relationship, the fact that he does say that, like, it's inevitable. I am what, I am basically you in the future. I All also, this morality you put yourself around yourself, mm. I am the inevitable conclusion to what you will be. True. And it's his nightmare. Oh, and he's oh, like yeah. fighting his own nightmare. Like, it's such a great relationship. I also miss nightmares himself. Yes. I also just miss the costume. The costume, the Sabretooth costume when done right. A little stupid. I don't care. No, in I here it looks amazing. Cooper makes it look great, but it's the, it's actually right. kind of a stupid it's costume. A, it's a skin type well, same thing with, with the fur. But their, so, their solution, yeah, yeah. post movie to give him the little furs yeah. is also not good. No. And no. the early one, the very first costume, is also stupid. Yeah, he actually doesn't really have a good one. No, well, with the right artist, this one looks fine. Even AOA is shaky. When, when I was younger, I thought well, uh, I thought well, Sabretooth was naked all that. the time, and that's just yeah, because it's just skin color. Skin color <laughs> matches his and costume. some of those collector's cards, yeah. like, whoa, what's going on here? I'm like, okay, so he's like a naked animal man that Kinda, grows yeah. fur. Well, it's even scarier. Well, in AOA, like he doesn't really have a costume. Just has like a just has like a just yellow like, spandex. It's just a jumpsuit yeah. with a weird metal collar. Yeah. Yeah. So. Or metal just studs around him? Can you imagine know. anything scarier than a big giant naked man who grows hair around his shoulders and no. gets excited for your birthday? <laughs> I can't think of anything worse than that. Uh, anything else you wanted to say about Wolverine number 90, Amber? Let's go back to that birthday discussion we had very briefly. Isn't there an issue that happened recently 
at one of the tail end of Aaron's many little stints on Wolverine that has, and Dylan did the art on it, Oh, Sir, Sir, Sir having a party, and it was Sir's birthday, and Wolverine comes to yes. kick ass. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If Steve Dillon did it, I didn't. If I Steve Dillon yeah. did it, I can't even get past I know, the list. I know. I know. I, so I, I read the list. But we, we had that. We read that. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember that? I love that he would go. I was waiting for you in a comic book store or something. But Why yeah. don't you be waiting for me? Well, it, you, was, it was a role that's reversal. That's not our relationship. Yeah. You go to the comic book store and know, you go and off I and I find you. Yeah, that's yeah, true. And you're like, where is my <laughs> wife? And no one's like, who's that? But yeah, it was the role reversal issue. I really like that. Yeah. So because I, I love Silver Fox, even though she was like a construct of the Canadian government. And... Silver Fox she, exists. So she she's exists, real. but the she's relationship yeah. was artificial. All right, so this is my whatever number we're at. Number four. Wolverine number 145. There it is. I, I, I love it so you much. gold shiny claws. Yep. This is some of Lonnie's best stuff, actually. Yeah. And still the best at what he does. So this is when Wolverine gets his adamantium back. Mm-hmm. Uh, it explains what happened. Like, we'd already found out that he was death, but this explains why and how. And uh, Lionel Francis, you can make stupid things look amazing. Because the death costume was not that good. Nope. But when... Uh, oh, no. Oh, wow. Adam just turned the page. <laughs> Spider-Man Unlimited and Avengers cartoon show. Nathan made me watch that. It was terrible. It was awful. I showed her the best one, the one with Captain America, and it's unwatchable. (laughs) Was interesting though. I watched it all when it came out because I I watched it all because I wanted the Avengers to be on be a cartoon. I know, but then they Power Ranger up. They Sailor Scout slash Power Ranger up every fight scene. They're like, we have to get our armor on, and the speed lines. They're like, what has happened to my cartoon? That's true. That has a place, but it's not Avengers. And like, there's just this is. This is again. A lot of these are much more style than substance, uh, but I don't care because well, when I mean, we were teenagers, we were very oriented to style. Or yeah, substance. and like Wolverine didn't have adamantium for like what, seven years, so this was this was him getting it very back. significant, and it felt like it mattered. And like you have the, there's the Hulk's in here, and he's in here, isn't he? He is, yeah, but he's captured. He's not really in it, in it. But mainly, it's a it's a, fe- a fight between Death and Hulk, where at the same time you're kind of seeing this flashback to what happened when. Uh, this is a long story for X-Men fans, but the, the X-Men were in the past on the Skull Home World, and then they were shuttled back through time into the present, and then they were found by Apocalypse and his followers, and then they took him aboard a ship, and it was, they were, ended up replacing him with the Skrull, and it was Apocalypse got his hands on, on Wolverine. Uh, and then Wolverine and Sabretooth had to kind of fight for who was going to get to keep the adamantium, because Sabretooth had it, Wolverine didn't, so uh, Apocalypse took it out of Sabretooth and put it back in Wolverine. Yeah. That's basically how it got That's it. A great shot of but the fight with De- Death and Wolverine is really good because, you know, Hulk doesn't even know who, who this guy is, and then he finds his face and he's like, "I remember you. I'm I'm smarter than Fancy Man," and he like he's gonna kill him. Well, it reminds me of one of my favorite moments in the Hulk series by Peter David and Adam Cooper. Hmm. Remember, like it's like the first or second issue, and Wolverine is there, yes. and he's like gone crazy, and, and 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 Hulk is all in these tribal kind of colors, and then Wolverine slashes his throat. And then Sabretooth, uh, sorry, and then Hulk grabs his throat like it's been cut open. He goes, ah! And he puts both hands around his, his neck and then stops for a minute. And then Adam does such great panel work. He takes his hands off his throat and looks down. No blood. Looks up and goes, those claws, what are they? Bone? And Wolverine's like, well, yeah. And then Hulk just goes, Rah! and just jumps after him. He's like, there's no threat anymore because yeah. the Adamantium was the big threat. So I love their feud. I love that he recognizes him. And- yeah, yeah. And, and what's important too is that like everyone kind of knew the adamantium was coming back, but uh, they hadn't shown it anywhere. Like he didn't actually have the like no one had seen the claws come back. So just in this one spot, you finally have them come in, and then there he is, metal again, first time in a long time. Can you remind me how? Been seventy Sa- issues. Saber, no, how Sabretooth was given adamantium? Apocalypse. Was it apocalypse? I think it was apocalypse? I don't think it was. I think it was. 
I, 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 I'm sad he to say wanted, I don't... He wanted to no. give it to Wolverine. No, it wasn't. When he made him death. they harvested and then it, it didn't and work. then gave it to... No, it wasn't. It was uh, he got it uh, around uh, Wolverine one twenty five by Claremont, and it was I d- he got it somewhere else. It wasn't through anything to do with Apocalypse or anyone like that. I thought it was. No, I thought and, this whole thing no, was orchestrated by Apocalypse to find a true. No, it wasn't. Survivor. And, no, no. Here, and, and here, more, he and, wanted, and uh, Maybe this was. He made them fight. He made them fight here, and that's why he decided to give it back to Wolverine. But no, uh, it was because Wolverine one twenty six. It was. I remember the fight was awesome. Uh, Sabretooth comes back, and they're they're fighting, and then uh, Wolverine he. he Breaks Wolverine's claws, and the Wolverines keep trying to regenerate his claws, but they're just like nubs, and he's just trying to. I do remember like, that issue. I remember him. that being built up as being the moment when he was to get his skeleton back, and then it didn't turn out to be true because Sabretooth very disappointed. Because Sabretooth had it at the Adamantium instead. Yes. That was the big revelation. But I remember how he and then he just, yeah. they just kind of didn't. Once care. he lost Adamantium, I didn't really collect Wolverine anymore because no? the artist start changed. Yeah, Adam got moved on. Although to you did collect it when you when you didn't have it though. If you're you got one hundred, you didn't have it there, Wolverine. You say Wolverine had... Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, Post-100, that's what I mean. Oh, okay. Once the artist changed there. Because, yeah, Adam was doing his bone yeah. stuff before that. I'm sorry. Okay. I was just confused. Yeah, no, so I just... This issue just... I mean, yeah, some of the stuff isn't that good, but, I mean, it just... The I just, art is... It's good. really good art, and I just remember reading it and just being like, holy crap, this is going to happen. This book, if they could recolor that with today's uh, coloring, mm. I think it would just be so, so much better. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, no, also, I, one thing I love, just looking through, just seeing uh, old ads. Old Bishop with his old, weird future hair. Do you want to get a subscription to, what, what one could you pick out here that we could get a subscription to? What is that there? Captain America? Okay, that was, that's the current. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Girl. Yeah. Spider-Girl doesn't exist. And Spider-Woman. Generation oh, yeah. X. Generation X, yeah. Generation X, yeah. Gambit, yeah. Gambit. Gambit. Well, Gambit exists now, so. That's true, it does. X-Man does not. X-Man does not. Oh. Yeah. Yes, I want Bishop for just seventeen eighty seven. Nobody that's does. Lot, you got a lot of chagrin about that one. Yeah. Much to your chagrin, X Men is not a book. Oh, X Men? No, I'm really sad about that. Anyways, do you remember this one, Paul? I have, I, I have silver it? claws, not the gold. You don't have the gold? No. Oh. I don't. I didn't even see well, the gold. Well, that's more accurate if they're silver, though. Yeah, yes. it is more accurate, yeah. But I do have that issue. Yeah. I just always enjoyed it. Again, the artwork's fantastic, the story, ho hum, but it just felt like he. I don't know this issue, I've never read it. No? Oh, well, I flipped through it the did. store. And then put it down. I find a lot of times things happen in comics these days so often and then they're quickly retconned. People forget that he didn't have that amount of like six years. It was a big deal when it came back. And so I think that's... It felt like this was earned. He went through a long period without it. A lot of, oh, he's going to get it back. No, he didn't. Now he doesn't have a nose. It's like Ross and Rachel. Ross and Rachel. Will a, they, won't they? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was Marvel's... <laughs> it's <laughs> the 90s, they. come on. It's Marvel's Will They, Won't They? And, uh, and then he finally got it back. So it did feel like the reader had earned that he finally got it back, mm-hmm. and that Wolverine as a character sure. had earned it because he went through a period where he wasn't the best anymore because he didn't have this adamantium, this unbreakable you know, skeleton, these unbreakable claws, and the fact that you know, Hulk could just be like, ah, whatever, you're not even a threat. So this felt like it was earned, and it was, I just really enjoyed it. Paul, what's up next? Uh, oh, are we bothering you? No, not at all, not at all. All right, so I have... Very interesting. Just a fun Wolverine tale. No way. No way. No, you way. did not pick that. No hat. way. Yes, I did. Yes, I Jeff did. Jeff Matsuda like, is, is trying to destroy his career with this art. It's some of the art. worst Matsuda art ever. That cover is decent with the art inside. Anyway, you know what? Sorry about that. <laughs> we, we just, we just peed on it. I, read all I, did, I bought I, all these. I didn't take out Fear itself. Relax, people. <laughs> it's true. He didn't, yeah. <laughs> wow. Just killed for my choice here. No, uh, what issues are there first? This is issues 133 straight through 138. God. 
Sorry, okay, I, I'm just gonna stop. Right no, 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 please, no, 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 I read the arc right before it, and I remember looking at that issue and being like, this is a real departure. What was the arc right before it? I don't recall it. It was by Lionel Francis Yu and Chris, Chris Claremont. It was the one I just mentioned with Wolverine and Cracking the Claws. Tell us about the story. Uh, no, don't leave. He's walked away from us. That kinda, that's, uh, that's a shame. Well, I, you know, let's open them up and at least so I can recall what's in them. We were a little harsh on it. There is some silly... You know what, I don't know the, what it is. You know, I give credit. He's not saying it's the best. He's saying it's, it's got a lot of fun, weird, wacky stuff, and he enjoys that, right? Well, it's you, like you go ass. from right off the start, where you have Wolverine team up with Warbird, which is my first Carol Danvers. Right. Okay. Is this Marvel, when she's right? drunk? Yeah. yeah. Is yeah, she still yeah. drunk here? Yeah, I think she is. They talk about it. But he goes from... Oh, she were talking about that with Wolverine. So I'm a drunk, eh? eh. Wolverine's like, I can't really get drunk. No, because I think she's drinking and he pulls the bottle away from her. He's like, "Don't. what are you doing? Like, I think he, she challenges her on it. Really? He says she needs help. It's so, amazing that he would even care. He cares about his friends. Carol Danvers? They're not really friends. He cares Wolverine about cares about everyone. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Only with the redheads. He has oh. a loving soul. A loving soul. Yes. And then he kills people. Well, only the bad ones. Poor Paul. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Paul. Just getting killed. So... Anyways, so uh, you start off with them, and then again with Wolverine getting possessed or by something, right? So an alien, uh, like soul-shifting girl, possesses him at some point, right? But you go from him teaming up with Carol to fighting a whole bunch of B-list mm-hmm. heroes. You know, are you being charitable? Like B-list? I don't know, man. What like, justice? Pro- you have a problem with the vision? Too many torches in there. I, he's A-list, right? Oh, but then after that, he goes off into space, and he like finishes off by fighting Galactus. Like it's just. A wacky story. Sorry, I didn't realize you were playing uh, MVC3 in the comics. That actually is true. This is an MVC3 mode. This is an MVC3. I've go. done that before. Yeah. <laughs> but and the Star Jammers and all that. I love the Star Jammers. Yeah, I right? do love the Star Jammers. So it's just a, a really fun, great little Wolverine story. Okay. You yeah, know, it, it didn't mean anything. It was just him going, you know, going through the, his paces, having a great adventure, still being the best that there is at what he does. You know, and I love the arc. I thought it was it was Joe Maddish even. It is Joe. It Maddish. is very Joe Maddish, right? Yeah. And I really adored it. And, and did Larson do any of the art, or just wrote it? I think it's, I think I, Matsuda was very fast. You can evidence by the fact that there are almost no backgrounds. Yeah. In any of his panels, was, was Matsuda so doing I, X Factor at the same time? No, this is post Matsuda's X Factor. Okay. But yeah, Larson just writes. I don't think he draws a single thing. Hmm. Matsuda is like. I'm, the whole thing. I'm surprised he even came back to Marvel at all. Larson. Yeah. He's a back and forth. He did Nova after this. Oh yeah, he did the Defenders, Defenders too. The became yes. the Order. Yeah. Sorry, we're just talking about it. Yeah, you just, now we're talking about it, right? We're now. talking about it. Blah, blah, blah. So what? What about the Galactus issue that you really enjoy? I'm interested. Like I haven't really read it in a long time. I remember reading it and wasn't a huge fan, but I'm interested to hear why you are. Because it was just fun. Like Wolverine's Galactus. Like it should be a no contest, right? It should be <laughs> squish. I remember reading you know? about it in Wizard. <laughs> they were not nice to it either. Well, okay. I just enjoyed it. It was just so it was just a fun, fun time. It's great fun. Okay, just, just an enjoyable. There is something to be said for comics that are just fun. Because you're right, there are a lot of comics that go too too far in trying to be too serious or too, you know, bloody. I mean, it's exhausting to have a constant soap opera and never have like the fun action moments. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even, like, soap operas on TV, there's a lot of the, the stupid stuff, and then, like, that's very trying to be very dramatic, and then you have the ridiculous, lighthearted stuff. So, no, there's, there's a time and a place for it. It did definitely come at a time. It was actually probably the best point to have this story take place, because Claremont's stuff was not that good. 
He was only on for four or five issues, but it was so it was just dreary and then very confusing with a lot of mind swapping. And so this is a palate cleanser after that. I give credit for that. I apologize. I was a little too harsh. I was very harsh. A little sad now. He is a little. If you sad. want this to be a free and open exchange of ideas. We've got to be more tolerant, right, Adam? I'm okay oh, with people mocking have, my choices. You should have mentioned that when I brought out the other last time, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> they were dumping on that, too? A little bit. All right, Nate. No one counting for next taste, right? In order to be fair, I'm going to be really mean to you and call it the worst thing I've ever seen. Okay, that's fine. Okay. This is actually a really good story. Um, Adamantium Men by Jason Aaron and Ron Garney. Okay. I almost put this on. This is actually. my favorite one of their team-up, actually, so far. Okay. Um, certainly better than Astonishing... Um, Wolverine Spider-Man, which is not by Garney, actually. Who did okay. that? Uh, Adam Kubert. Really? It's a big disappointment. I, I didn't remember that even being Kubert. It didn't yeah, seem him. like him. It's him. Okay, so Adam Men, this is... What was I thinking about describing this as in my head? Uh, this is... It's Wolverine fighting himself. Yeah. It's a bunch of um, mercenaries who are given kind of healing factors and laser claws, and they're like other Wolverines. Uh, and I was thinking of a story, maybe you can help me out. What am I thinking of? There's a story where a hero fights themselves. Deadpool from the Wolverine movie. No, no, like a very... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you brought it up. Um, I don't know. Well, describe it a little bit more than a hero fights himself. Well, there are major storylines. Um, and this is, a, this is like, a, not a major storyline, but it's a six-issue series of comics where he's essentially just fighting himself. All he's doing, just replicants of himself. Hmm. And I was, I was thinking the other day about like, what, what am I thinking of? Infinity War. I guess it'd be kind of like Maximum Carnage or something like to that effect. That's not what I was thinking of. Anyway, maybe I'll realize it as I talk. Um, so it's kind of neat. Jason Aaron puts in uh, some political stuff, which I always love. Uh, the the mercenary group that is constructing these they're cyborgs essentially. He calls it. It's, he's referencing Blackwater, which is actually a mercenary group that. Um, is known for lots of unethical um, practices. Um, and, uh, where's the page? Uh, I don't want to leave too much dead air. Anyway, so this, this group of mercenaries are creating fake wolverines, and uh, Maverick comes to him. I like that Maverick is I love that I Maverick love is in Maverick. I love that Maverick's still around. I yeah. like his, I love his use, and I thought he'd be a little cooler and more heartful, other than being, you know, the information gatherer that he was. But um, yeah. I miss him in his old costume. His yeah, he still looks cool, though. He, he looks awesome. Yeah. His Maverick, right? Yeah. He yeah. comes to him, and he says, uh, look, here's the deal. Uh, why are you giving this to me? It's like, well, you know, I know you'll take care of it. Give him one for me, old man. And so Wolverine goes to investigate what's going on here. Um, he gets flashbacks to T-Max and Weapon X. He ends up going into a, a laboratory where there's all these pools in the floor where they've been transforming people into, like, versions of Wolverine into Weapon X. And Wolverine says, I love Jason Aaron. How he writes Wolverine's narrative. So what the hell am I looking at here? A whole lot of killing that needs to be done. That's what the hell I'm looking at. So, Wolverine, you had me at what the hell, you know, Jason? <laughs> it's, it's great. So the rest of the comic, he goes on a bloodbath and goes to murder, murdering these guys from Blackwater, essentially. And you don't feel bad for them because they're horrible people doing horrible things to other people. Um, and the art is just some of Garney's best, like some of these shots of Wolverine, mm -hmm. and he's in his X-Force costume, which means he's down to business, mm -hmm. and then, you know, he fights two of them at once, and you think, okay, Wolverine will take these guys out, and he actually cuts them up, they keep healing, and they come back at him, and now you start realizing, and he starts to realize, holy crap, I can't do this, I can't just go and kill them like I'm used to doing to people, so he runs away, and they're like, and one guy says, never figured him for a runner, 
and he takes off into the jungle and starts using his experience. It's the only thing he realizes he can do. His powers won't do it. His experience is the only thing that's going to get him up on these guys. Um, really well told. Excellent panel work from, from Garni, as I said. Um, excellent angles. Great uh, fighting sequences. It also introduces his girlfriend. His kind of short-term sure. girlfriend. Melita Garner. Uh, what's her name? Bobby or something? No, Melita Garner. No. Is it? Mm. He rescues her on the subway um, from these criminals. Cuts off one guy's hand. And she starts trying to investigate uh, Wolverine and figure out what's going on. And she kind of gets uh, becomes a target. So uh, Maverick goes to her apartment and saves her, kills everybody. She's freaking out, and he's like, "Yeah, don't worry, I'm one of Wolverine's friends." Uh, let's see if we can find her name. Yeah, it's Melita Garner. Is it? Yep. Okay, so this is the introduction of her. He, he rescues her on a subway train. So that kind of carries into a storyline that's important in Jason's Jason's run. Um, I don't know. This is high on my list because I think it's very well told. There's not, again, a ton of substance to it, but it's a really fun versus. Like some of these, like just turning pages and showing people who are gathered here, the panels and, and the fights and the blood and the cutting. and um, Hammer gets involved too, which is kind of a neat little nod to Dark, uh, dark Rain. Um, yeah, there's a helicopter moment. Like, you know, it's just kind of, it feels like Rambo meets Wolverine. And, uh, he reveals his secret uh, fear is that he'll, get, he'll be drowned because it's really hard for him to swim even though that flies in the face of the fact that he swims all the time in other books. He shouldn't be able to swim, though. He no, he shouldn't much. be able to swim at all. He shouldn't. Okay. And then the trade, which I recommend getting, uh, ends with um, Walk a Mile in My Moccasins. I didn't know that. I'm going to buy yeah. that now. That's perfect. It's, it's a great trade. That's perfect. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I, I really am. Sorry. That's good. Yeah, sure. I almost put this on my list, because when this first came out, I had high hopes for... Um, it was an ongoing series. It only lasted 16 issues before it got. And you know what? I, as as the series went on, I got more and more disappointed. The next volume I the didn't Death like Lock as much. Stuff and, and the Deathlock. I love Deathlock, and I love what Render did in X Force with that. But it just feels like Jason doesn't know what he's doing with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Ever? What do you got? Um, my next one. So I guess number three is uh, Wolverine Weapon X Insane in the Brain. And I love this because it's a very disturbing story. That is also involves Wolverine being brainwashed somehow, and um, but it's one that really interferes with his psychology, and they actually play on the consequences of that instead of just having it be a a, a long journey that just adds something else to Wolverine. So initially, it opens, and Wolverine's in an insane asylum, and they haven't really explained how he got there or what happened leading up to this. He's just there, and there's like it's like a crazy, crazy butcher like insane asylum, and He's taking the drugs they're giving him, and there's, like, people running around with, like, meat cleavers in the night, chopping off other people's hands, and they're running through the halls, and guys eating buttons, and unnecessary surgeries, and strange masks, and people trying to escape, and doing surgery on conscious people, and cannibalism, and organ harvesting, and... Yeah, she got way too creepy for me with all that stuff. The the inmates have taken over this insane asylum, and Wolverine has been trapped here. But this is kind of like a precursor to that other Wolverine series. What is it, Best There Is? Yeah. Where it's just crazy, crazy stuff and like really grotesque. This almost seems like a precursor to that. It's like that. Who's the author of that? Same guy who, you know, who rebooted Moon Knight. Um, Swarzynski? Duane? No, no, Swarzynski? not that reboot. Oh, the most that one? Reboot with Finch. Houston? Houston, yeah. Houston does that Wolverine book. And it's almost like Houston read this and said, I can do that. I can make it more gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm with you, Amber, that it's, it's good. But it is good. It's disturbing. I I, I didn't I love that the disturbing, turn it up. Though. And that's cool. If you're into that, you, you're going to love this. If, if you're into creepy. 
weird shit, then this is right <laughs> up am. your alley. I'm learning right? whatever. If you like, That's you know, how I like it. She does like dark fantasy. Yeah, well, weird yeah. people poking your brains and the, all the Dr. Rod stuff, really, I, I, I wanted to like a guy, guy's skull cut open and they're taking his brain out while he's conscious. And, yeah. you know, Wolverine throughout this is not himself. No. Like, he's scared and he's cowering and he doesn't know what he's doing here with these people and he has no idea who he is. And then um, his lady friend contacts the X-Men and she's like, look, he's trapped here. So they go in to get him. But by then he's sort of like broken out of this mentality and, you know, taking care of business and kills everyone. But I just, I really like this panel at the end where he's, he's there and he's in his girlfriend's apartment and they're just waking up and he's sort of flashing back to like all this stuff and he's gone out and killed all these people and he's got blood on his hands and he gets cleaned up and then they have a scene of him standing there and he has his hand out and it's shaking and he just closes his fist because they messed him up thoroughly and he didn't know who he was and he wasn't Wolverine anymore and he wasn't the best he is at what he does and all this crazy stuff happened and he's still a person underneath his his Wolverine strength. What is his, is this particular? This is collecting um, Wolverine Weapon X 6 to 10. Okay. And it's Jason Aaron and uh, Yannick Packett. Hey. I remember what? my reference, what I thought about. <laughs> yeah. oh, I was wondering because I could see you and you're like, oh, it's a big light bulb. Okay. Adamantium, okay. Adamantium Man is Wolverine's Armor Wars. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. This is me. I've got to go. This is a, a, a misappropriated me. I've yeah. got to go kill it. Yeah. That's what this is. Okay. Okay. Sorry. One thing that caught me in Amber's there um, is that when Dr. Rot finds the Weapon X stuff and goes, oh, wow, they really messed up here. Yeah. Let me check this out. Like, he's looking out. in his brain and right? playing with yeah. the stuff in his brain. I liked that part of it. That was really cool. And how even at the end of it, you know, he still... There's that code word that Rot knows to send him off and do stuff. And we're killing innocent people not even knowing he's doing it. Yeah. Which comes back later in, in a different uh, storyline. Who uh, who did the artwork on that one? Um, Yannick Paquette. Oh, you just said... Sorry, I apologize. It's French? Um, Paquette? Is that what it is? Paquette. But it's he. It's so sad too. Like I was very sad reading this story and watching him being afraid and being trapped because it's so disempowered and he like gets hurt and the other inmates are picking on him and mm. it's just it's sad and it's great and creepy at the same time and I just really enjoyed it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I guess my third one is. Uh... Wolverine 1 to 4 by Claremont and Frank Miller, the original mm. miniseries that kind of really defined the idea of him being a fallen samurai that hadn't really been anywhere until here. And actually, the hardcover I have also collects uh, Uncanny X-Men 172 to 173, which I would consider required reading as a way to kind of end that part of the storyline because uh, the actual miniseries ends with uh, Wolverine about to get married. So if you want to know how that works out... Yeah, it's uh, sadly misinformed <laughs> about this yeah. uh, future there. Oh, look, they're all looking at the wedding invitation. They're so yep. excited. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, especially Colossus. <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's really jazzed. He's really jazzed. And I always like that, that line, sorry, on the line of the invitation, hey, elf, don't forget the beer. So that's w. Yeah. <laughs> not L. No. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, neither one of those two are th- yeah. his name, not anyway, as we will later on. Yeah. Um, but, no, I've, I've always really enjoyed this. I mean, this is one of the best like Wolverine stories I mean uh, there's so many good stories that came afterwards but you wouldn't have any of it without this 
Uh, this is where, I mean, Frank Miller and Chris Claremont were in a car together talking about uh, Samurais and, and Wolverine, and then it, and Chris Claremont was like, hey, why don't we do a book together? And then they came up with this whole concept of him being a fallen samurai and him being in Japan and trying to uh, you know earn the right to be with his lady love. And it's extremely, extremely well done, even for, like, have you read this, Amber? No. I've read issues of it, but I haven't read the no. whole thing. I mean, it's very, it is very, like, you know, 80s, and uh, it's very Frank Miller art before he went crazy, so it's still fairly good. Um, Do you recall when this takes place? In time. In Wolverine's life. Well, this, well, it's, it is in current continuity, so it's, like, he yeah, left the X-Men. Yeah, he's the X-Men. Okay, so he left the X-Men briefly to go back to Japan. Okay. So, and Claremont wrote the book, all the books, so he was okay. able to just write Wolverine out for, like, an issue or two. Because he was going to Japan. Because now you can't. That's why he's in all the teams. Because all the writers are like, well, he's over here now. And the writer was like, well, I'm going to use him next issue. Yeah. So, no. It's notable as well as the first appearance of Yukio. Uh, it's also the, the first major uh, time that we ever saw Wolverine interacting with the hand. Uh, mm-hmm. Which now seems like, well, that's just one of his Frank main Miller villains. wants everyone to interact with the hand. <laughs> it's true. But, I mean, because Frank Miller had introduced the hand over in, over in Daredevil. And he's like, well, why don't we have him? Because he's... Sure, they're Japanese. They're, yeah, they're Japanese. <laughs> he's a samurai. They're ninjas. Yeah. I mean, why, why not? They should fight. Um, uh, this was the beginning of America's kind of love-hate affair with the Japanese. Like, oh, yeah. Loving their culture, but fearing them economically. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time we really saw Wolverine who was... Like, he'd always kind of been a brawler in, in Uncanny X-Men, but this is when he actually became someone who had a lot of actual fighting skill and wasn't just a guy with blades in his hand, but he was also, like, a samurai. And uh, just it's just exquisitely done. That issue, I yeah, I, that's why it's not so strange later on for Wolverine to get a sword, especially a very powerful sword. This yeah. is the beginning, you know, samurai don't always fight with claws in their hands. Yeah. And I remember, like, yeah, I just there's such a great battle with uh, her, his... Well, his lady love's father, Shingen, and just a, a nice kind of follow-up in some ways is uh, Wolverine and Kitty Pride when he fight, they fight Ogun. It kind of echoes some of the things that happen here, and just the idea that you know he, he kills Mariko's dad because he has to, and she's a she was a crime Mariko? boss. And Mariko, I don't know. Did you say Mariko? I meant to say Mariko. No, you said it. Okay. I thought, wait, Japanese I, I, no, I, I try not to be that. Because Yuriko, <laughs> who came out later, yeah, was I thought he, I, what I thought he was saying was, oh, the, no, was no. the false step when everyone re- watches the cartoon and assumes oh. that his wife was Yuriko, oh, who no. was also no. Deathstrike. Oh, no, no. Okay. No, who was also the daughter of that. the guy who gave him the Sure, yeah. yeah, who's that, also, yeah. And that did happen in the comics. Yuriko's connection with the man who yeah. created yes, that But he's not, yes. she's not romantically no. involved. Mariko... But they, in, the, in the flashbacks in the cartoon, he's married to Yuriko. Yes. Which isn't great. No, he's not married to her. He's yes. Just, he's just with her. He's there in a house. <laughs> he just and he's like, her. and she di- he thinks she dies, and he has yeah. to leave, and his heart's broken. Mm. Like, it's, the, it's they, they swap her out. See, I want to say something controversial now. Uh... Wolverine as a samurai is my least favorite aspect of his character. Interesting. Ooh, big thumbs down. Well, well, yeah. Why? I I like him as a old Canadian. <laughs> okay. He can still be an old Canadian. He can still be an old Canadian. I, I like that he came from this different era. I like that he has his villains like like Sabretooth. I like that he's confused about his past and he doesn't know who he is. I like that he had Weapon X and Special Ops yeah. training. I like that as his history. I don't like him as a samurai. Like I know it's a big part of him, but I, I think I don't I'm mind less it. interested every he's, time he, that happens. He's not a samurai. He's not a real a samurai. samurai. He's, not, he's never allowed. His, to, his whole Japanese he, connection, like, I don't care he, for. He finally wow. finds a place where he can find peace, and they it, he's even rejected from that. He can't even access that. And world. I think some of that raw Canadianness you were talking about is, <laughs> is reflected in in why he pursues it. Like this, you know, the, he does have that sense of honor and. 
and like he's he, but he finds that sense of honor here this is where he first finds it before yeah. this we don't really see any of that well not that we've seen in the comics but obviously right. it's been written and that if it hasn't we haven't seen it we can't up we can't until this point it. it's yeah. hard to yeah now there's one shot that doesn't that look like binary that's storm. yeah i assume that was binary. binary no that is storm oh my goodness she just storm? got blasted with some uh some stuff some I don't is that know. from silver samurai uh she's flinging stray bolts all over the warehouse Whoops, explosives, tons of them. The storm is sending okay. them off. Okay, so binary's there. Yeah, so now she became, she became binary. And she can't fly. veins. Yeah, it's creepy. It's not how veins look. No, the, yeah. Um, no, notable about Uncanny X-Men 173, it's also a really great uh, rogue story, although she looks horrible. Yeah, she looks yeah. like a man. <laughs> she does. But this is the first... But it's also... And and the, but the issue also is the first uh, major time we see Wolverine versus like the Silver Samurai. Power. I love their fighting. I love and their... it's a really good fight. Uh, and it... I mean... Claremont loves to talk and loves to like, and strip things. Panels and these are silent panels. I mean, we I, I give credit when Bendis does it because Bendis is the same thing. But Claremont actually dialing back and Maybe not saying Claremont anything. Maybe didn't tell him to do it. Maybe this. Frank's called in the Marvel's office and yeah. said, "You know, can you rip off all this narration? because <laughs> yeah. it's crap." Oh yeah, because this is truly Claremont. There's space here for his his narration. Oh, bubbles. there's tons. Yeah, saying things like he didn't know how the blade, the, feel, the steel would feel until it hit against the bone. <laughs> You know, like, all of that stuff would no. totally be in there. Oh, actually, no, I, sorry, this isn't actually Frank Miller, because this is Uncanny X-Men. This is Paul this, Ryan. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I credit Paul Ryan for it. Wolverine, who had adamantium sorry, Paul bones, Smith. could feel the metal clang against his bones, yeah. which was also adamantium, a yep. metal that is the strongest metal. <laughs> he felt fear. Not yeah. the same kind of fear um, those who fear and hate him. Also important about 173 yeah. is the first, the, the first time we see Punk Storm. Because of what happens during the storyline. And uh, Scott leaves the X-Men to uh, be with Madeline Pryor. Or actually, not What's quite yet. Hat? Madeline Pryor's hat? That is a fine hat. That is a fine hat. Fine hat. What about her hairdo? Like, that is some good stuff. What is she, like, Anne of Green Gables? What's going on over there? Well, and plus you have... Uh, Another fine Canadian, Canadian reference. Plus yeah. you have uh, Lalandra just hanging out with the X-Men. Yeah, what's she doing there? Just dating Xavier? Yeah, at the time, with yeah. With no pupils and weird feathered hair. <laughs> it happens. Like, actual feather hair. Yeah, it happens. There's yeah. a woman walking around New York They're City with feather hair. Oh, yeah. And she has no eyes. She's no. saying weird things about, like, the Andromeda Galaxy. <laughs> Actually, this is the first time... Sorry, I was wrong. This is the first time Madeline Pryor meets the X-Men. So she's, uh... She, um... Uh, I think Kitty asks her to take care of Lockheed. And she's like, oh, yeah. She thinks it's a pet, and then it opens up and finds it's, it's a, a dragon. dragon. She's like, oh... It's an X-Dragon. And she's just like, uh, who are these people, and what the blazes have you gotten me into? Because I'd be scared if, uh... You know, my boyfriend's friends had a pet dragon, too. I would be delighted. I know you would be. <laughs> Plus, now, uh, an awkward... Also, Ma- Mastermind returns in this issue. A lot of good things about that issue. Anyways, well, as a whole, this collection of those six issues redefines what Wolverine is, and everything yeah. that we know about him now would not have existed without I actually without don't it. own this, and I, I need to buy it. It's really good. Yeah, I should buy it. One of the first... Uh, Mar- not one of the... Yeah, it was one of the first few uh, Marvel premiere classics they ever put out. Okay, I'm going to buy it. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. Go ahead. Hold my... Go ahead, Paul. Okay, I don't have two left. Is that That's okay. I have one. I have one. I have one left. So Amber is gonna have to double up. All right. Well, I think he has one of mine. Oh, okay. Right. It's number one. Is Old Man Logan. Oh wow. Okay. Oh. I have that right. Logan. You have not. Read I've it. been looking for the trade for how long? Like eight months to a year? Yeah, long a long time. So this is your oh. number three. Because yeah. we already know yeah, you're number one. Yeah, you're number one. Yeah, I, yeah. I've been trying to get a hold of this. Yeah. Uh, the McNiven art is gorgeous throughout. It took a while to finish it off. Um, and just a really great, you know, what-if story, right? You so have, that, you actually have it there. For me, this is, doesn't feel like a Wolverine story. It just feels like a what-if story. A great one. But what it's not like Wolverine, right? It is, but it doesn't feel like it's a real Wolverine story. Uh, it feels like a great what-if. And 
I know that doesn't seem like much of a distinction, but to me, so. there is one. Well, is this designed <laughs> to be the canon conclusion of Logan? No. No, it's not Wolverine the end. Yeah, that is that the canon too. conclusion? Because that wasn't good. No, no. no. That okay, was by good. Jenkins, wasn't it? Yeah. Who also did Origin. I don't yeah. know what happened with Jenkins and Origin. I don't know what kind of... Was it Bill Jemas? I'm was pretty it, sure he got a lot of extra money on the royalties for how well it did, and he did a lot of drugs. I think that uh, there's a lot of Sorry, editorial <laughs> intervention in Origin. Because Jenkins is good, but Origin is better than Jenkins. A lot of that's the artwork, though, by Andy Kubert. It is, and, uh, but I mean, even the, even the story beats, like the way they decide to lay out the pages, I don't think it was all the mm-hmm. artists. I think they're the editors. I think that Casada and Jemas came in and did a lot of stuff. I want to hear about uh, I story. do love Old Man Hawkeye. Old Man Hawkeye. Uh, yes. Awesome. Hawkeye like, makes it to the end? Um, it's not the end. It's just old Wolverine. I like that they. It's like they're hard traveling heroes. Like this, them together in the spider buggy. The spider buggy. That was yeah. some of the best stuff. Again, yeah. it didn't feel like Wolverine, but it was a really good alternate reality story. Yeah, no, it was it was fun. It was kind of creepy. You had a Venom symbiote on a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yep. You know, um, nice. the Hulk's weird like Hick ch- family. Hick family. Oh my god. Yeah. Hello, Malar. Um, you know, I had. A slight difficulty stomaching how it all went down, like what Wolverine did. Oh, right, with, uh, yeah. And how he was duped. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, for those who haven't read it. Um, oh, for how he was duped in the past, you mean? Whoa, or... I, Sorry, no, that's, yeah. a, that's not that's a spoiler question. I know, I get spoilers for someone Being duped in the past? Remember. Like how. Yeah, trying well, to dance did, around. The, the, okay. big, the big deal, right? I didn't mind the that. The reason why he hasn't popped his claws in many, many years, right? I thought that made sense. Getting closer, guys. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> so, I, I essentially, it's an old story. No, you, I know. Yeah, you got Skull, you know, wearing Captain America's uniform. Because, like, the villains have won, right? And they've divvied up the the world. That felt that felt weird to me. Right? That felt out of character for a lot of those characters. No, but it works. You've, they, 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 they finally did the smart thing. Let's all team up and let's take out the That heroes. part makes sense, but then why are they right? only sharing America? That's the whole world they And the whole premise of wanting to rule the world is stupid anyway. So I know. this is not out of character for crazy, stupid people. No, I know, yeah. but for the characters involved, like Doom and Skull, like, yeah. I feel like it's not big enough for everyone. And I feel like they would do it and then kill each other. America's pretty yeah. big. So, yeah, they would. Lots lots of <laughs> twists and turns throughout the whole thing. It's true. Uh, some creepiness. Spider Buggy is the best vehicle ever. Spider Buggy is In a post apocalyptic awesome. world, you, you, have this, you need the Spider Buggy. Yeah, okay, good tip. It's amazing. Yeah. But I know a really solid, you know, what if story. Absolutely, oh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Re- be- it, beautiful it art. Does boring. you are right. Hey, I'm gonna borrow this. Yeah, from, from the uh, Logan aspect, I do have to agree that it does kind of play up that that samurai who's sheathed his sword and he's not gonna fight anymore, mm-hmm. and no matter, and he'll just take his licks. That was very powerful. The fact that he will just take any punishment exactly because yeah. he has a vow. That part was very powerful. Again, it it was a very different version of Wolverine, but I do like the idea that. No matter what, it, it it was it took so much for him to have to break to ever want to break that vow. That was powerful because the, the damage he took in just just being committed to that that is a side of Wolverine we never get to see. No. So that was fascinating because we're used to seeing him someone who's always ready to pop the claws. So I agree that that having a guy like what was Wolverine known for his claws. We're going to take those out of the story. So that that part is a a fascinating idea because. And it's surprising that Millar came up with that. It almost seems too smart Maybe for him. he didn't. <laughs> well, Whoa, hey, don't knock the guy. He's, no, I like him a lot, but I think... His Ultimate Series is very smart. Yes. Uh, it's one of the smarter things he's done, yes. But uh, usually he's not a man of subtlety, not a man of many but different I levels. I say subtlety means the same thing as smart. No, and I'm not saying that so he does, but I think there's there's a lot of subtlety in how he portrays Wolverine here. Mm. And a lot and of that goes... Learning. And a lot of that goes to McNiven, too, though. McNiven... 
is such a I uh, yeah he just he he has a way of portraying Wolverine that you really feel that he's got the weight of the world and that he's still alive but he wants like kind of wants to be dead in some ways like so can you tell me what the numbering is going on here they actually did this in the middle of a Wolverine yes the Wolverine series yes, yeah, they but yeah. they called it Old Man Logan yes and then they delayed Wolverine from being published because of Magnificent. Yes. So that's why it's the, the big giant size number uh, right. one. So yeah. as a result of this, is that why they did all these extra Wolverine spinoffs? Because people couldn't get their Wolverine every month? I don't think that's exactly the reason why, but... Because, like, Weapon I X comes about... There, and... No, I don't think it was the reason for the other ongoings. I think they did have one-shots in the middle, though. There was uh, some other stuff coming out. The problem is that you don't give McNiven anything that's supposed to be monthly. It's a mistake. So... It was worth it, though, because it's gorgeous. No, it is. It is gorgeous work. Um, yeah, and... She had the, the just the singles. You never got in hardcover. Or I, I considered it, and I got no. Nate says misdirection for it. I'm you cannot find um, it. really. It's yeah. not because this book was not made available. It's because I waited too long. I'm a waiter, and I was going to pick it up off Amazon, but now Amazon.ca. Sorry, guys, if you're American, you're awesome because your Amazon's amazing. Amazon.ca says like shipping to two to four months, which usually means I don't know where it is. Wow. Or when it's ever going to come. Yeah. yeah. That's very sad. That's too bad. Yeah, because I really love that in in hardcover too. Um, yeah, I would like to get a hardcover. That would look gorgeous because they did an oversized edition, so it'd be even bigger. One day I'll find it. I'll go to a con or something and pick it up. Amber, two. Or what? Actually, oh I'm, my yeah, god, no, I apologize. Go to her too because I have yeah, one left. You just only yeah. have one left. Okay, my number two is Origin. Is that anyone on anyone else's yeah, list? My number two as well. And Paul's out. <laughs> yeah, she has a pretty hardcover version though, so she yeah. wins. It's yeah, hilarious. actually, I have that one too. Sweet. Also, I'm a little late on that one, but yeah. Um, origin just needs to be celebrated because it was a good telling of Wolverine's origin. When they announced this, I was so afraid. Yes, I was yeah. so afraid that they were going to ruin That's him. That's true. But, it, but did you agree philosophically that it needed to be done? I think it was time. I yes. think it had been long enough. I think that they were right, was... though. The Wolverine, the movies would ruin it yes. if yeah. they didn't get they to it first. They said that. If we don't tell it first, the movies will and they'll ruin it. And they, I mean, yeah. they gave Rogue a name and then we were stuck with it. Yeah. Like, I don't mind Anna-Marie. Eh. I thought I could be Marian. Rogue. No, no that's is. that's Vaughn doing oh. his ultimate thing. Yeah, oh, and apparently ultimate. she was lying. That's right, forgot. <laughs> that's very um, dramatic. Uh, hand uh, gestures. Like Nixon. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because when they like they had rumors floating around that he was going to be like American. I remember though, and a lot of people were like, you know, we don't want him to be Canadian anymore. I'm like, screw you. Yeah, yeah. like we this can is our one cool we can guy. Take yeah. him back, and oh, he can God. be American. Yeah, take. Um, that's just a weird idea. You cannot leave as vindicator. Okay, I mean, <laughs> this is better. But just. It was so well done, and you finally found out really how old he is, and like that switcheroo well, when you think he's dog for the whole first issue, yeah. and then you find out. Big he's spoilers. Like, we should have probably said this. If you uh, haven't people read know. Origin, you're not there may be people who haven't. There may be people who haven't. Yeah, and sorry. you know what? If you haven't, I hope that you go back in time and don't hear what I ever said. Yeah. Because it doesn't. It doesn't ruin the story, though. No. I don't know. It's so more spoilers ahead. Than... I'm going to spoil the crap out of this. <laughs> okay. Um, the crap you say. Yes. Uh, that you think he's dog, and then he turns out to be this this little sickly child because he hasn't matured to have his mutation yet. And then the first time you get the bone claws pop, like we already knew he had bone claws, obviously because it was the big revelation when he got his adamantium taken away and pop bone claws. But the first time he has them pop, and the fact that you know he kills his father when the first time mm. he pops his claws, um, when but, he's 
and he's on the run and he's already got like a shaky memory because he was so traumatized by the events that happened to him and this is of course the beginning of his redhead fetish and like <laughs> fetish is the right word I think he loves Rose I don't he think loves it's a fetish. Rose and that impacts the rest of his life probably yes. yeah but the he's, original he's, love is yeah. love he's always been searching for Rose it's and that, all, but it's a little weird though because it's not even necessarily a romantic love it's kind of almost a maternal love I, because I, she takes care of him yeah but he he's romantically attracted to her because as a young he's man. a teenager but he's and attracted she's, to her she's older but than him their, and but their relationship him. is one of mother and son to her, but bit. not to him, I think. Not to him. I think I he's think, confused by it. Well, like, to him, he's, he's, watching, like, is he, watching is he, her baby. No, he's not, is he? Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's Cookie, the chef. And he's watching Cookie watching his lady get naked, and he's angry. Yeah, he comes back into the Glen after she's already finished washing, and it's the cook who's in the bushes watching the redhead. Yeah. He's but, not even that, like, sexual with her. But he's, he's actually more he's, like... He's very jealous of the man I think, that if anything, with. he sees her as a sister. Like, you know what I mean? Whereas yeah. Dog kind of is a little more, like, salacious about that yeah. relationship. I do really like the small touches when you know, he starts patterning himself off the... Uh, off of the Lumberjacks. Yeah, Lumberjack. Yeah. Like, that was... And, like, seeing him become a little bit more like the man we know he'll become and the way he, he comports himself, I mean, that was really kind of a nice touch because you're slowly kind of seeing it play out. Mm-hmm. I liked also because it didn't rush... It, no, took its it took time. its time. Like it, and I think a lot of people were shocked by that, and I think some people don't like it for that, because it, it's not... Yes, very decompressed for It's basically era. Logan the origin, not really Wolverine. Like, if you really want Wolverine's origin, yeah, read Weapon X. that's Weapon X. Sure. But this is about the man who would eventually become Wolverine, and what kind of shaped him at the very beginning, and that's uh, well, that, something else entirely, which is stronger. And you see him, his arc is moving from kind of almost this rich man's son... Mm-hmm. into, like, a son of yeah. the Canadian wilderness. Well, he becomes, like, animalistic, and he's running with the wolves, and he's yeah. communing with the bears, and he's he's got his animal nature. So and it's, his com- it's his coming-of-age story. At the yeah. same time, it's him... It's not just him coming of age. It's him becoming a new man. Yeah. yeah. And exploring his new abilities, like... Yeah. And almost enjoying them. You know, like, you don't... Uh, Wolverine usually doesn't enjoy anything. I love the scene. I love well, how... This, I love this how... is his innocence, right? Yeah. Despite the fact that, as a child, he's already killed a man, he's innocent. Well, yeah, he has like, any memory of that. He has no memory the, of it because he's already got this this holy memory and um, like the the moment they have where he's running with the wolves and he's like wild and feral and she's reading um, Tiger Tiger Burning Bright, which yeah. is like you got this classic poetry juxtaposed against his animalistic nature mm-hmm. and it's like the duality of him that she is his humanity and yeah. his nature is fighting his humanity in a way and just. It's a tragic story because, you know, like this last panel when they're burning the the book with the Rose cook and burns the, yeah, the journal. The journal and he'll never really remember her and some of the, the panel work is very, very clever as well. There's a scene where they get to the camp and the camera's over Wolverine's shoulder or over James's shoulder and he extends his hand out and holds his fingers out and then closes his hand. Yeah. And opens his hand closes it that is so clever that is really really good storytelling that is brilliant that one scene after, like I knew that this book had me after the first issue um, but once they get to this point and they're doing playing with perspective mm-hmm. this is this is I really do believe this is beyond Andy and beyond Paul I'm not saying that us, two men couldn't do this on their own I'm saying there must have been a lot of creative just work put into this by a lot of different people. Well, this, I, I think that Jenkins may have had his one vision. This, it, kept, it kept it feeling from schizophrenic. It, it didn't feel like too many people had their hands in the pot, no. but I think a lot of the ideas were maybe from other sources. Well, this had to be editorially designed, though, right? Because this is Well, the imperative was editorial, sure. Yeah. 
that Wolverine has for the for the rest of his existence. Plus, they knew this would this would be a perennial bestseller if it worked, and if it didn't, it would be the, a huge black mark on the character. The, yeah, yeah so, this was a make or break book. Everyone was sure. scared. Yeah. And it was also a make or break thing for Casada. Yes. Who was yeah. brand new at Marvel, and he was going to make a big wave, and if he can make this work, and they propelled him into, like, what, ten more years as editor-in-chief at Marvel, Something and like now that, yeah. he's one of their creative, um, creative consultants. Creative officers yeah. or whatever. So I'm so glad I have this nice bound hardcover collection now, because it was so frustrating collecting Take this. Paul, if you can find this, you need to get it. If I see this, I have I'm going to... trade, but... I'm... No, this hardcover you yeah, need okay, to get. Okay. Like so if I see it for you, I'm going to call you and then buy it for you if I can find but, it. But, like, Thank when you. I was collecting... I got one, three, and five of Origin. Oh. And it was so frustrating, and I paid, like, through the nose for them. Yeah. Like, I, I, I spent yeah, I guess $50 they on issue one wow. when it came out. She was um, in a rural area. Because so. I was in a rural area. You can't and even give that my comic now. book guy wasn't there the day I bought it, and she's like, oh, it's $50. And then he gave me three and five for free because he felt oh, well, bad that nice I paid least, so much. But still. but still $50 for one issue. Yeah. My mom was not impressed when I told her what I spent my paycheck <laughs> no. on. Oh, man. Um, um, yeah. But, like, this is when I met Nathan. The first thing I asked this about her, I'm you like, met, do you have origin? You met Nathan later. You I did not meet Nathan no, no, when no. you were 13. No. But when I <laughs> met creepy. you, the first thing I wanted to do was read the rest of Origin. Yeah, because I couldn't Hi, find you're pretty. It. Where's your origin? Yeah. 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 Sounds your pants. That sounds weird. Where's your origin? One of our first, like, introductions to each other to be friends was Enemy of the State and Origin. Oh, that's nice. She wanted to read both. She had she had pieces of origin. She hadn't got it completed, and then I said, "Well, you like Wolverine? There's a series I really like, Enemy of the State." And then it's hard to believe it's 11 years ago that Origin came out. It doesn't feel like that long. This is such an important story too because they did again, like you said. Not only do they do it well, but this is the very this is supposed to be the very beginning. And if you do it right, there's a good chance everything else could be right following from it. But if mm. you do it wrong, if you start wrong, no. it never goes right. Yeah. No. So this actually cleans up a lot of things and introduces new questions. Yep. Who is his actual mother? Who is well, his actual father? Well, you know who his father? actual mother is, but the right. father is Who is his actual father? Plus what was name. the relationship? Plus it was yeah. huge because it gave him a new name. Who is dog? Like, sure, James Howell. James Howell. I like it. Yeah, huge. well, you was, I assume the groundkeeper is his father because yes. he looks just like him. Yeah. Yes. So I don't think that was supposed to be a mystery. I had an affair with the mom. I know, yeah. but people, it's not clear. It's not told explicitly. that in even the... As much as we rag on Wolverine Origins, the movie... They, they touch on it in there too, right? Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. Which shows that they were right. They did it, and the movie copied it. Thank yeah, because the movie wanted. Because otherwise, it, so otherwise they would have ended up having to. Because what they always they do, they always had to, but they, they always take. It would have been Yancey. some kid growing up on Yancey Street, you know, all American. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And he would have um, taken a train to Canada when he was little and thought yeah. he was Canadian yep. the rest of his days. Um, yeah. yeah, I remember seeing that that page when you have him. What was it, leaving Alberta, go, going to yeah. British Columbia? Yeah. And I remember going, yes, so nicely established. It was yeah, it was such an elegant way of doing it. It's yeah. Like early kind of like colonial. It wasn't colonial. Canada was a dominion of Canada. It, but it even was, establishes Canada, a country. In even the where he was like living. Let me where just he, say that for the Americans who yes. don't know when Canada was established. So he was he was a Canadian. It was a dominion of Canada <laughs> after 1867, and so he's a Canadian citizen, yeah. probably with British heritage, as most of them would be at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly even Ukrainian because he's living out west and a lot of Ukrainians were don't make him Ukrainian <laughs> if there was a Ukrainian Canadian hero my favorite all time right off the bat yeah. I'm very and, and if it ended up being Wolverine he was oh, probably a Brit he was in the aristocracy his father's original family. name was Jakob <laughs> be perfect his name is James Howlett he's British he's British yeah. also like the um just like the detail on like his family's home like that definitely didn't feel like it was going to be American from that time period well they're British 
as yeah, well. But there's a different sensibility. The, the sensibility, I it feel would have felt right. it would have felt more frontier. It also helped. Yeah, that it didn't feel frontier. It, now, no. what is Rose? Is Rose Irish? I think she's a little redhead who gets hired to she's come like up from a town. Nanny, so she's probably an immigrant. There were a lot of Irish yeah. immigrants that came over and worked as housemates or, or, or au pairs, as it were. So there's a chance that Rose is this little redheaded Irish girl, hmm. and that kind of would flow in with the Canadian. Trying to remember what came out first, uh, this or Marvel sixteen oh two. I think it was this. This absolutely. This, this would have been just like just before. This was though. the project before. Yeah. Okay. I'm just wondering, because, yeah, Andy Kubert and uh, Richard Eisenhower are a brilliant team. Yeah, they're a good team. I mean, Eisenhower on anybody. Like, I've seen Eisenhower on Jay Lee, and he gives new dimension to Jay Lee that Jay Lee couldn't even as fat and as wild as dreams conceive of. Like, I also really just, love this cover. Because, he stepped it as a lithograph, and I don't know what happened to it. But, you because, know. The co- again, if you don't know it, look it up. I don't know, Google. It's the cover number um, one. Cover yeah. number one, you've got a picture of this man, this boy with, like, a plowshee or whatever this is supposed to be. Um, and it's then. A sickle. Is it a sickle? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the girl thin. who it's lived near farms. It's a sickle That's what it is. is it a, no, it's a scythe is long. A sickle oh, is fine. a small. Scythe is like what the Grim Reaper has, which is long. Yeah. A sickle is you hold in your hand. It has a handle, and it comes right off well, of the it's hand. A very okay, short place. city boy, so, so I will trust farm girl. Or okay. Well, I know, but yeah, Ukrainian. Come on, we know where we. Oh, um, <laughs> it's a flag. Yellow. Yeah. Yeah. That's your field. Yeah. Yeah. Real. And then we were we were a socialist state under the communist rule, and they have a hammer and sickle. So let's get this right. And then you have the boy and the girl. You got Rose, and then this kid James. And everybody, when they had this as the promotional art, yeah. everyone's, everyone's like, that's Wolverine. Yeah. He has a blade in his hands. He's looking off into like the horizon. He's in the forefront of the picture. He looks like he's from common, kind of blue-collar background. Yeah. That's Wolverine. And then what a one... It was not just, we're going to subvert your expectations. It was, Wolverine is always... In my favorite stories, he is an angel. In his heart, in his soul. He is like, he's a little boy, honestly. And he is like a... Josh Whedon agrees with you. He is like, yeah, yes. And, it, well, I mean, that's touching on this story. But he is, in many ways, he's a frightened little boy. Mm. The boy portrayed here as dog was not any of those things. He was the gruff, even from a little boy. This isn't even a little boy. This is like some kind of... He's like mess- confident, Well, he's beaten every night, right? Yeah. He doesn't have the angel in him. And so in order for our Wolverine to secretly have the little angel inside of him, but this exterior of gruff and scar... Yeah. Um, you have to start off right, as, as I said. The story starts off right by making the original Wolverine, the James, the little kid, the angel, the yep. one who just wants his family to be happy and why is everything going so wrong. So that is, it's more than just, again, a, a plot twist. Hmm. I think it is a building the story right and everything else comes well from and I And my dad, who hadn't read comics since um, Howling Commandos, when he collected them as a kid, wow. still has his collection. I said, Dad... You have to read this. And he went, oh, yeah, fine. And then I opened it and showed him the first issue. And he went, yeah. And he read it. And every issue came out. He said, when's the next issue out? And my dad read the book with me. Wow. And from that now, I gave him Magneto Testament. And then he loved Magneto Testament so much that I bought it for him for his birthday. And he was like, thank you. Because he wouldn't give me my trade back. (laughs) So my dad has come into this modern storytelling and appreciating comics from origin. Interesting. What a brilliant book. Do you want to comment too? Because it's also your number two. You choice. guys got it all handled there. I don't even have to <laughs> throw anything in. Yeah, everything. You bought the original singles? No, I just I oh, bought no. that. Yeah. Is dog saber tooth? That's a really good question. Dog's back now, so no. I, oh, is he? It's too bad. I always in thought what? he was. 
Uh, I don't know exactly what, what issue it was, but apparently he's been back a couple of ago. I think I've ago. heard that. that I would have liked it better not. if he were. Yeah. Yeah. That they had that origin together. Yeah. Or just never confirm it. I would rather it never be confirmed. Yeah, I like that. I would rather it never be confirmed, but it was really that he yeah, wasn't. Yeah, but then there's just one more thing about Wolverine's life that's never Although confirmed. it does make <laughs> some of their earlier meetings Which was the whole point of this. Yes. Do you remember the time when when Sabretooth uh, called uh, Wolverine like his sunny boy? Yeah. Yep. And, and everyone was like, oh my god, it's his dad. No, but he's screwing with him. Like, yeah, but at the time, everyone didn't know, so yeah. they're like, maybe it's yeah. possible. Yeah. What's your next one, Nate? Um, Are you out as well? I'm not, but we're... Oh, going back around to number one. You still have one left. Me, because I'm... Yeah, Unfortunately, you're all out. I'm sorry. Yes. I double-dipped. Okay. <laughs> Twice, didn't you? Minus yeah. Logan. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Brian K. Vaughn and... So this Rousseau. is number one, or just the last one left, right? This is my last one, yeah. Okay. I guess in my, my list without Origin and without Weapon X. So basically your top seven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he knew I was going to do two of Eduardo yeah. Riso, who is brilliant. Okay, so um, he establishes that this is not his origin. Origin's the origin. And this is not the creation of Wolverine. That's the, the animal. That's Weapon X. This is the formation of him as a man. Mm. You don't see him grow up to be a man in origin. So who wrote it again? Brian K. Vaughn. Okay. This is his, as far as we know, his first visit to Japan. World War II. Um, he becomes a prisoner of war. December? Japan. Blah. I read it. Oh, it's really good. Because Japan. Blah. So it starts off with Wolverine coming back <laughs> to Japan because there are ghosts that are le- un- left untended to in and his shadows closet. Shadows and animals? No. <laughs> Never <laughs> that. <laughs> so it goes back to the past. He's in a POW camp with this other guy. Um, he goes, you know, why, we, why do you think we're in the cell together? Who cares? How do we survive? Must be dumb luck. He establishes that, you know, you must. You, are you a Japanese spy? She tries to give him the American code word to see if he'll respond. And Wolverine's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm, like, I'm Canadian. He's like, uh-huh, yeah, right. And he's like, you guys, if you guys hadn't botched it in Hong Kong in 41, we wouldn't be this far into the war, which is actually a genuine part of Canadian history. The Canadians fought in Hong Kong. They were overwhelmed, and they were imprisoned. And then uh, Wolverine says, yeah, if you hadn't screwed up with Pearl Harbor and waited to get into the war, we wouldn't be this far in. We would have finished it by now. And he looks at him and goes, yeah, you're Canadian. And so then they stage a, a jailbreak, and Wolverine um, hasn't established he's a mutant. This other guy, he's trying to hide it from him. So they do this jailbreak, and then there's a, such a cool panel. Wolverine has to kill this guard. So he does it in stealth. He holds his fingers up with his hand, his palm turned, so that no one can see. You only see his palm. And then slides his claw up into this guy's throat with a hand covering it. So all that you, you see is Wolverine's palm... T- and his, his fingers touch this guy's chin and then he falls over dead with blood spilling out of him and the guy goes what, how'd you do that what'd you do and he goes oh you know I got lucky just a really clever little shot of him using his claws in that stealth way really cool very very neat just looks like he's touching his chin um, and then they escape and then they um, meet a little girl who's um, making her way across the bridge uh, and uh, he goes let's kill her she's a Jap all Japs are good. I mean, a good Jap's a dead Jap and Wolverine says no that's it we're done here pulls a gun on the other guy and says, you're out of here. Take off, go home, find your regiment. Um, you're not killing her. And then uh, he finds out her name is, uh, what did we find her name was? I don't know, she tells her the name. Anyway, so he speaks Japanese a little bit and she takes him home. And um, <laughs> her name is Atsuko. Uh, and what does she say to him? He goes, I want to, uh, she shows him a blade first of all and says, and on the blade it, it's a kamikaze. Uh, blade, which means her dad went to war after her mom died and was a kamikaze soldier, and which means, of course, you're not coming home. And what they would do is send their finger clippings home. 
so that they would have something to bury. So she shows them, this is my dad's finger clippings, and this is his sword that they sent me after he uh, never came back. Um, and, she's, and, and so she teaches him a lot about honor and peace. Um, and she says to him, Amber will love this part, she, he says, uh, she starts taking her robe off, and he says, that isn't necessary, you've done enough for me already. And she goes, hi, and now it's time for you to give me something. <laughs> and then she bends him. <laughs> like, all the ladies love Wolverine. They all love Wolverine. And then he says some really tender things. This is heaven, isn't it? I'm dead. I must be in heaven. And she says, no, this isn't heaven. He says, then what place is this? Where am I? And she says, Hiroshima. Hmm. And she planes flying overhead. So he ends up staying with this woman in Hiroshima until the bomb drops. And he gets hit by the bomb. But in his mind, he'll always see Hiroshima before the bomb dropping in heaven. Because he was with her. So then it goes back to the, back and forth, right? Cutting between you find he's finding this like weird guy who's on fire in the, this in the is future. Problematic because he'd be irradiated for a really long time if a nuke dropped on yeah. him, and he's full of metal. Anyway, yeah, they don't care anymore. He's regenerated from a drop of blood. I know, but nothing I'm just makes saying, sense. Like he would be fine, but the people around him would all die of radiation poisoning because he'd be carrying that around as that yes. skeleton. He heals it. <laughs> he so, heals radiation. He heals Read everything. Comics. Are you Read comics, Amber. Um, sorry, sorry. And then she says, like, some tender things to him having a conversation, and uh, she leans in and says, Logan, was I your first? Because he's saying some things like, you know, I don't usually get involved with women because they die. Um, he doesn't say that part. And then she goes, was I your first? He's like, well, no, you're just the first perfect woman I've been with. Um, huh. Poor redheads. And then, you know, some, some things without <laughs> yeah. actually saying Wolverine. Well, he's never with Rose as far as we know. He says, the guys back in the barracks call me badger, ferret, skunk, said I should never be the real woman. You know, they never actually say Wolverine, they're just calling him an animal. Things in the Wolverine That's family. That's stinky. <laughs> and then she gets her head blown off. Because the other American soldier came back and killed her. Sorry, he gets his head blown off, and then he kills her. Um, and of course, Wolverine um, goes to avenge her, tries, stabs the guy, and then he can't be killed. Apparently he's also a mutant, that's why they were paired off together. Um, his mutation is he can't feel pain. So he's stabbing him, cutting him up, and he won't die. He's cut his head off. And, um, well, before this happens, the bomb drops. So this guy, whose mutant power is somehow not to feel pain, becomes this weird kind of flame guy. He gets burned away into ash by the explosion, um, essentially becoming a ghost. Wolverine doesn't know he's he's kind of still around. Wolverine gets hit by the bomb. um, And he's fine. He says, I got good eyes, but the payload that that day was too small for me to follow that fast. And he says, as the bomb is dropping, I'll see you soon, Atsuko. And then he says, in his mind, all I remember is a teardrop falling from the sky. Just some very beautiful language. And so you, sh- you see the bomb dropping. Everyone's annihilated. You see swords, her sword from her dad. It turns to ash. Just incredibly touching and moving. And you see Wolverine after the bomb blast. Parts of his body are missing. He's all completely covered in, in blisters. And then it- there's some cool lines, too. It says, they call us children of the atom. But some of us were born long before that ugly August morning, back when the only nuclear fire was in the belly of the rising sun. Nah, the bomb ain't my mother. She's just the girl who made me a man. Because he's a children of the atom, but well before the nuclear age. And this is the nuclear age. Hmm. Just as the coming of becoming a man. And the one who really became made a man is that Zuko. And it's that story. It's that tender love story of him falling in love with this woman and what she made him into. Um, art is gorgeous. It's five issues. Please go find this if you can. If you like Wolverine at all, it leads up to Mariko, who will come later on, and why he loves Japan. He doesn't really learn the samurai here, but he learns what peace is. Hmm. So maybe that's why he keeps returning to Japan. In a lot of these stories, in um, Wolverine's story by Claremont, and also in the beginning of um, 
uh, what is the one we love by your number one? Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State begins in Japan. Yeah. We're even looking at, I glanced through my Essential Wolverines, volumes one, two, three, and like the first few volumes are heavy with him being packed in Japan, Princess oh God, Bar, yeah. all that stuff is all, all there. Princess Bar? Right? All Isn't that, um, Magic War. Oh, that's right. With Tiger Magic Tiger and... And Rough House and all yeah. that. Yeah, oh, Rough House. Bloodscream? Yeah. But yeah. He's Tiger in, Shark? But he's in Asia. Oh, yeah, Tiger Shark. Yeah, but it's all down there. Yeah. It's all down there. <laughs> wow. No, I love, I love it. Send Same your much. hate mail. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Amber? Um, my number one is Weapon X. I'm surprised it was your number one in that origin. Yeah. No, I love Weapon X. Um, you love some naked Wolverine and blood? Origin is probably <laughs> better done, um, but Weapon X combined nostalgia and quality okay. make it my number one. Um, again, I have a terrible patchy history of comic books, but I read two issues of this and loved them, and just the, the image that stuck with me from this one was then they poured the co- coffee on his face, mm. and he has, like, coffee and blood, and it's mixing together, and he's, like, human refuse to them, and he's just an experiment, and it's just so well done, like, the, his big giant animalistic hair all the time, and the... The dropping of the of of his nemesis into flames and just taking everyone out and being yeah. so powerful and he barely speaks at all. Does he even speak in this? I don't know. Once, twice. Yeah. I just like the shot when like super scene with the helmet on and everything. Like, yeah, like his classic Weapon X. Yeah. Look. It's crazy to think that this didn't exist to what is this eighty nine or ninety like. It, this is so late. Considering the character been around, the character been around since like what seventy five, seventy six, and it took fourteen years till they had an actual more or less origin. Like that's kind yeah, of insane. This is like origin of his powers, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah, because at the time he didn't have real claws. When this is done, the claws were always supposed to be just implanted until yeah. nineteen ninety three. So it's just yeah, this is it's amazing that they waited this long to actually come up with an origin for the character, and it was brutal. Violence. He's not even a real character in this story. The story is no, about he, uh, it's, Cornelius. It's a thing that happens to him, and Doctor Cornelius is running his experiment, and that's where all the dialogue comes from, yeah. and all the and Heinz, poor Heinz. But it's just so well done, and again, it's like a tragic story for him, and he's struggling through all this pain and all this horrible, horrible experimentation, and, and he's a science project. Everyone. Then everyone dies. And I do not feel bad about it. Uh, one person doesn't die. Who doesn't die? Well, it's not explicitly shown, but one of the guards is uh, heavily disfigured, but left left for dead. Oh. But he survives. It's shot in the snow. Oh, it's one of the most classic, yeah. like, MVC3. I had this action figure. Just, yeah, he, like, they, he always gets cans. I had that action <laughs> figure. Like they, they had that in the TV series. Yeah. Like Everyone knows that's one of the most iconic. They had to. I'm surprised they didn't really put that in the, the Hugh Jackman movie, did they? No, they, not the helmet. Not the helmet. It's so sad, they did, though. They did a little differently there, though. Cause they did do like, it differently. Because he was kind of... He was in a horizontal tank. Yeah, and not like he, floating. Yeah. Yeah, that was the only thing... Like, they did his or, that part of his origin okay in the movie. There's a lot that didn't go well, but him getting the adamantium in him looked like that. Pretty I think accurate. This is, this is a testament to how good this story for Wolverine is, that they put something this violent happening to a person in a children's cartoon because they're like it's so important kids need to see this yeah. although it didn't seem as violent no like it was still pretty pretty out like, there they're, though they're amping things up on him and he's still freaking out and like yeah. this whole this whole sequence of him like going crazy and he sees himself as like 
a monster, yep. like as as was like reflected upon in uh, the issues Nate was talking about. But he's talking about how his, his bones are too heavy and he doesn't feel right because he hasn't adapted to it yet, and mm-hmm. he sees himself as this big spiky abomination. And it's just his poor crazy brain. And you read this, right, Paul? Yeah. You've never read Weapon X? Can he borrow it? Yeah, you need to read Weapon X. It's really important. Mm -hmm. It's and it's not. It's not just that it's important. It's it's well done too. And I know it's old, and so you don't expect it to be well done. Especially for you, because you really don't like old things. Yeah. So if I recommend something old, it's the 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 best (laughs) old thing ever. Well, that's true. My Cyclops and Phoenix and (laughs) Weapon X. Great Mm. old things. Yeah. Well, I was like Craven's Last Hunt. I'm still surprised. Yeah. Craven's Last Hunt. Great old thing. Um, it's not over narrow. That's why she loves Nate. Old thing. Yeah. Oh. Nate is a great old thing. <laughs> He's not even the oldest one in this room. Old is old. That's Paul. Mm. Oh. You guys are old. I am the senior of the group. <laughs> this oh. is why when I talk about these things, like when I was 10 and reading this, and you're like, oh yes, right. <laughs> well, we're closer in age, so I, I get yeah. you. Right there. Yeah. Yep. No, that's, yeah. Weapon X is fantastic. Uh, my number one was uh, an odd assortment of issues. It was uh, Wolverine. Let's see, that's not it. One sixty-two to one sixty-six. An odd little by Frank Thierry with art by Sean Chen. I was gonna pick the issues right before, but uh, it's actually a really good story, which ties into yours. Uh, the the guard who became who was left outside the, the Weapon X company. He founded the new Weapon X project. In which they first bring up here, which bad choice. Didn't you realize what happened? <laughs> yes, um, but I mean, and this this was I mean, Sabretooth was going through a weird period here, but he was he was really cool again. He got adamantium in him again because <laughs> he but like this arc is basically Wolverine is having these images of his mind of killing people, not realizing it again. He's been messed with in the mind. He's actually carrying out these these assassinations with, without realizing it. Um, it's an interesting kind of mystery because he doesn't know what's going on. He's kind of on the run. Him and Beast are hanging out, which is kind of a, a weird... They're not usually doing anything together. It's an odd couple. Like, they have a, an interesting, like, fight. They run a school now. Yeah, now, now this doesn't seem so odd. Yeah, but before, it was kind of like, he was academic and Wolverine yeah. wasn't. They have a really... Except for that one episode of the cartoon. This is true. <laughs> they have a really violent fight in here, which is... I mean, which is... They have the same barber, though. Yes, they do. Um, and so Wolverine goes on the run because they think that he killed this senator... Which he did, but he was mind like mind control when he did it. Uh, they go up against you know a weird new villain who did, shows up one more time and then never heard from again. We see a prototype for what the raft would end up being, which was just the cage. Uh, we basically, it was the same kind of idea. Unfortunately, this is right around when they changed Morrison changed everyone's costumes. But in here, it was still classic costume, but it wasn't going to be that way anymore. So you have him in the cage. Uh, Beast gets like gutted by. A bunch of like supervillains who all, no one has powers, but they're just in this top secret uh, facility. Uh, then Wolverine gets uh, gets take brought uh, rescued from there by Sabretooth, who's now working for this new version of Weapon X. Uh, I just really enjoyed it when it came out. Uh, Sean Chen is a, a really fantastic artist, uh, and seeing him on, on this book was just amazing. I loved him on Iron Man, but his work on Wolverine was really really nice. Like. Uh, the cover to 159 had Wolverine just running towards you, bullets just riddling his body, and he had he had like a cigar that was getting there chopped up by the bullets as well. Um, just a fantastic artwork and just a really good story. Uh, Frank Thierry's would we, we continue on the book till this Wolverine title ended around 180, but really his his best story ended with 176. So everything I so everything I've been reading for like a year had this amazing year long story, but this was the halfway point and it was one hell of a way to go. 
Pleasure brought back Weapon X. It's really hard to decide which one is better, his Iron Man or his Wolverine. They're both really, really good. Uh, I would say Wolverine. I would... I haven't read as much of the Wolverine as you have. That's I've read only a few of it. I really like the Iron Man. It's really Wolverine good. Wolverine has more potential as a character than Iron Man does. No, I'm just talking about Chen's work. I know, I know. But that's great. You, you can we borrow this? That. Yeah, you can borrow this. But I just feel like because if you have an equally good artist and they're given Wolverine and Iron Man, they're always going to... It like, depends, yeah. Uh, Wolverine will be back. There are certainly sensi- certain sensibilities from different artists. Super like, hairy. Yeah, well, it's the same. Uh, <laughs> you in, can't, in issue 166. I know uh, I can't say that. You exactly, can't, no, because Iron Man is all about like mechanical things. It's sleek. Yeah. yeah. But in, I don't care as much about in that. The issue okay, one, well, I'm <laughs> in issue 166 Therefore, here, uh, Barry Windsor Smith, who is the artist on Weapon X, comes back and does a few pages. That's what I was trying to put out to you, Amber. So this is actually... That's why it's so hairy. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it's so super it's, hairy in Weapon X. So he's trying to show, like, this is what happens. And so as he was leaving, there's this guard, and he just keeps slashing this guy's face. So we almost never see the actual new director. He's almost always off-panel because he's been so scarred by, uh, by Wolverine when he left. And it's just an interesting way of kind of... To, and plus, a lot of characters show up, like, you know, you love Maverick. And I Rainbow. do love Maverick. I always forget Maverick exists, and then when he arrives somewhere, I'm pleasantly surprised. A weird Sabretooth costume, though. It's horrible. And he's got some tattoos. So he's being eaten by large Sabretooth saber can't teeth? be tattooed. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Tattoos, you need to scar someone, and you can't be scarred. True. Yeah. Is this when he throws Maverick out that window? Yes, tattoo. which leads yeah, into uh, Eden Zero <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Knocked out a window. Comic book fact, Wolverine I was, I was and Sabretooth, temporary tattoos. But, uh, no, it's, a lot, it's really good artwork, really fun. Plus, it's the first time they actually reference Origin, because it was brand yeah, new. Yeah, there's like a nice Origin panel in there. Yeah, and I don't even know if it had actually ended yet, because they're not really showing you much. They're just basically showing you the first page, like the first cover. Well, cover. they probably couldn't, right? Yeah. If it was still ongoing, they didn't want to be like, spoiler, don't yeah. read this panel. And this was September 2001, so it was, yeah, it was still happening. Yeah. There so. are a lot of people who jumped on it, though. The Ultimate Comics, yeah. really recently, soon afterwards, were calling him James like crazy. Poor Maverick. Yeah, I like when they throw James into things now. I know, but like in the Marvel, in the in Ultimate Marvel Universe, there oh, was yeah. no so like... How is he still alive after? I don't know like, how Captain Maverick... America knew it was James. He said, hey, James. He like, didn't rip out yeah. his heart. He just messed up his heart and then threw him out of building. Poor Maverick. Okay, no one can see what you're looking at. Oh, well, sorry, I'm talking. I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm saying what happened. Just pretty much Sabretooth just murdered. A, yeah, gruesomely. His pants are gone again. And there's some also nice no callbacks pants. to Weapon X here, where you know pants he's he basically is escaping from Weapon X again and murdering a whole ton of people to do it. So. Well, they kind of had it a coming. <laughs> a coming. Had it coming. Yeah. So Ember will defend anything Wolverine does to the end of the earth. Yeah, if Wolverine does something, they had that one a coming. That's true. So that's all I had. Both Anyone else have anything and left? Villains. Okay. No. We used it all up. That's yeah. it. We used up Wolverine. That's, that's Both awesome. ladies and I'm, villains. Wow. <laughs> um, and okay. and since it is the Wolverine episode, did anyone want to say anything about Wolverine in the movies, cartoon, anything? Best voice actor, '90s X-Men cartoon. Absolutely. You know, and like the, he, they used him in the Marvel uh, Capcom games. Uh, yes, he did. Yeah. The yeah. first few. And then I guess, what, they lost the license? Or, is it Brian or, Bloom? I don't remember. No, Bloom. It's a Stephen Bloom. But Stephen it, like, Bloom. All the way from X-Men Blum. Children of the Atom all the way up until... Not as good. Um, okay. Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Yep. They had the voice. And now they make the third game and all of a sudden they can't use it? Yeah. But they have Jennifer Hale as, as, as Phoenix, which is a nice little touch. But yeah. I wish they'd bring back... And Juggernaut and Sabretooth. They had all the voices. They did. Great job. So good. And now yeah. those things are gone. I wish those voice actors would just come to a con, a con so I could just talk yeah. to them. Are you looking forward to the Wolverine movie next year? I am no? not. Not at all? I did not like the last one because it was stupid and yeah, it ruined Deadpool. But it's set in Japan. 
Okay, so now they can ruin Mariko <laughs> by making her Yuriko mixed with Yukio. <laughs> and Amiko. As long as it ends with O, it's basically the same woman. It's amazing how many uh, Japanese like love interests he's had. They're either redhead or Japanese. Yeah. Like there's no or silver, or silver fox, or, <laughs> silver fox. <laughs> or Myst- oh, mystique's a red. That makes silver yeah, fox yeah, pretty special because silver fox is the only yeah, non- never or really uh, with her. domino. Uh, yeah, yeah, but with domino, he, he was yeah. really with her. Though. I almost he just picked had a lot sex and but it's not really a Wolverine story. It's a domino story. Did you like that? I love it. It's great. What? Really? The, the, I was shocked uh, that he liked it too. I love. It's a great story. What story? It's got the guild, the thieves guild, because she stole money. It's all trying to get away with the money. That's it. And she's like manipulating Wolverine and sleeping with him and trying to make him forget like she's on the run. He's like, I'm not forgetting. You can't do this. They're gonna kill everybody. And she's like, I'm just gonna keep the money. He's like, No, you're an idiot. Come back here. And she's like, I seduce you. And he's like, Oh, man, he went to the bed again. He's like, Crap. She seduced me. And like, it's it's just it's so she's so precocious. I love it. Wow. Which is great. It's crazy. I like Domino, and I think it's a fun little book. It's good. Wow. Yeah, it's good. I, I was surprised. I was surprised that it. it's, I was... It's, it's sex and violence. It's it's telling you what it is. No, no, I, I it was nothing but that's fine. Yeah. But that's surprised me that you would like it. It didn't seem like. Well, X Force is mostly violence, so it's kind of right up that alley, right? Yeah, cannibalism. Yeah, there's a little bit of cannibalism in this. I forgot about that. Cannibalism and incest. And then look at that saber tooth. No Gotta love that. Horrible, uh, it's All not right, the greatest right. costume. Yeah. Sorry, I was just flipping through Wolverine 165. It. Favorite Sabretooth story? Kitty leads him down to find Caliban and the Morlocks. Yeah? Yep. Again, I don't know the issue number. That's Uncanny X Men annual number 11 or 12? There you go. We have no way no. to find that. No, it's too. You're it's, later, it's much later <laughs> than that. I, it, I think it's 18, actually. It's good. Because it was the same year that Wolver- uh, Gene and Scott got married. Yep. Uh, yeah. Anyway. It's interesting we didn't actually mention any Wolverine story in X-Men proper at all. Like, well, because there's so many good Wolverine oh, stories outside yeah. of X-Men. Yeah, but for years, that's oh, where you go. I could do go- favorite Wolverine in X-Men if it was done good. Well, I, I thought you would mention it. Yeah, I, actually, know. I thought people for sure would dove into that, but no one did. That's no, because he's got so much, so many them. of his own stories are No, so but good. it's also hard to call them. There's not a lot of X-Men books where they take a pause and say, okay, we're going to do he's, something. He's usually a peripheral in X-Men. Like, I thought about the Crimson, um, Crimson Dawn storyline. Oh, yeah. He's there... But it's more so of a Betsy Archangel story. That's true. And then a lot of the stuff that takes place at the mansion when Sabretooth is there, which is actually my favorite time with Sabretooth when they have him at the mansion and then all the whole when thing. he was all messed up, where he was all messed up and he eats the glow and he kills Betsy. Like that's all really excellent. Yeah, I was like after he got the claw popped in his brain when he was all like la la la, yeah. pretty things. Yeah, but like yeah, but they're making the him see pretty things. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. When you actually take away the veneer, what they're making him see, it's like like bunny corpses and people being cut open and, yeah. and that's they're trying to repair his brain yeah that's true uh, I'm just trying to uh, show Amber the Wolverine cover that I thought the first made me pick up Wolverine on a regular basis after having left a year earlier by Sean Chen I just love that yeah. the, the story inside out. it is not very good and he's happy because he, he goes up against two assassins named T and A <laughs> so the storyline itself yeah, it's not just, so solid oh no but uh, yeah but uh, but the artwork by Sean Chen is brilliant I mean that's just and he he's smoking a cigar I miss that Wolverine used to smoke a cigar that's he can't thing. anymore he's not allowed but he used to stand there and if anyone should be allowed to it's him and Fury because they're not going to die well, secondhand smoke kills. I think I prefer Gambit to be smoking than Wolverine. Really? I think it's more Gambit. With his little little cigarettes. He's always little smoking. Cajun cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. He but, he, but all Wolverine the time. was always smoking stogies. He was, but I feel like if he had one or the other, I'd pick Gambit. Over Him, Ben Grimm, and Nick Fury, ben Grimm, all yeah. smoking yeah. their stogies. Mm-hmm. Like that was their thing. 
So. Well, he had a regenerating then, power. And it was like... Uh, Fury had the infinity form. Doctor Strange had his Grim opium pipe. Grim was a pipe. rock, so... <laughs> 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 He's getting with Wong, getting high, looking at the ceiling, like, oh, it's a great... Like, it's an adventures that way. It's like, you've never gone anywhere. There's no there's, astral there's no strange. It's just the opium addict. We've got to get you out of here. He's like, no, i got an astral, man. It's like, there's no such thing. What's this There's from? no medallion. I don't know. He's just, oh, because that on. sounds we're, like an amazing thing about me. We're continuity with Doctor Strange again. I can believe that. Save Mystique. And then was, by the way, and Wong is a 12-year-old boy, not a man. <laughs> You're trying to, like, rationalize it in your brain. It's like, oh, what? That sounds like what was trying to do when he wrote the Strange yeah. uh, miniseries. I guess. That, no, sounds, like was, some, was not that sounds like something Morrison would do. JMS was trying to write okay. a movie, and they, he couldn't get the script written, so yeah. he did that miniseries in lieu of his script. Yeah. No, that sounds like a Morrison idea where, you know, Wong is the little kid, and... Yeah. They're just getting high. He's really just like a skeleton of Who's a Who's Baron Mordo? Like, he's just a dude? Baron Mordo is his... His, his, his landlord? <laughs> he's the one who gets by. the opium. He's the one who brings him the drugs. That's the ancient one. Come on. Pull it together. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for our uh, Top 5 Wolverine Stories episode. Uh, you can send us an email at comicshenanigans at gmail.com or like us on Facebook. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you again for listening. And... Uh, that's about all we got for you today. All right, see you later. Yeah. Bye. Everyone say goodbye, everybody. Bye, Bye-bye. everybody. Bye-bye. Oh.